0: rainy night again and welcome back everyone it is episode number 63 of thirst and goal it is saint patty's day weekend ben and what are you drinking tonight
1: i am drinking sadness (laughs) There won't be any St. Patrick's Day parades this year, unfortunately. Uh, But in honor of St. Patrick's Day, I am drinking something, at least, you know, that originated from across the pond. I am drinking a little bit of gin. Uh, Unfortunately, this gin was made in the U.S. of A. It is Copper and King's Brandy Company, American-style dry gin, with a little bit of tonic, a sprig... Of rosemary,
0: as usual, and
1: an organic lime from Sprouts Farmers Market.
0: Friday. What are you <laughs> drinking over there uh, tonight, Ben? I have some uh, Coke and some Sagamore Rye. Um, you know, I decided to do a little something a little different tonight with the Sagamore. It's usually the 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 cheaper sort of rye. This is a nice rye that you can actually drink on uh, on the rocks. But you know, I decided to just go with this rye in particular tonight. I don't know. I just It was the first one on the shelf, so I just grabbed it. But uh, it is delicious if you yes. just want to drink it on its own.
1: That Sagamore is really good. And you can hear a little bit of sirens going off in the background here. Yeah. Folks, we record this podcast every single week outside. Come rain, come shine, come cold, come warm. And it is and raining a little bit. It was raining all week here in beautiful Southern California. We have a little bit of a break in the rain, but you'll probably hear the pitter-patter of raindrops before we close out the show tonight. Uh, but we record this outside regardless of the weather uh so that's where football should be played and podcast should be recorded that's right Ronnie, how was your week this week
0: it was uh it actually flew by you know to monday through thursday actually flew by friday sort of dragged a little bit but i uh, know it, it went by fairly quick ben what about you uh, it was a
1: pretty
0: long week uh, because we are
1: getting ready to make some contingency plans for uh for our staff coming up this coming week. We may have some uh, some telecommuting, some other things that we have to do sort of on the fly, unanticipated. As as a lot of employers out there probably are having to deal with right now, but there will be some significant changes next week in terms of keeping people. Uh, not as close proximity to one another.
0: This novel coronavirus really put the kibosh on pretty much all of sports. There's nothing to watch right now. Yeah, the PGA. I mean, come on. I mean, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) I know how big of a fan you are (laughs) of golf, Ben.
1: I mean, I, I mean, I know the galleries are important, you know, to generate revenue for the golf course. But you know, I mean, I think they could probably get away with playing golf.
0: Yeah, no, no March Madness, no NBA, no NHL, no MLB. And no XFL. I, I know. They canceled the
1: XFL season. I wonder or if they it,
0: suspended it, I should say. I wonder if it was because of the virus or yeah. just because they were just losing viewers. And they're like, you know what? I, I, I wonder if this would have happened Convenient. regardless. You know, the AAF sort of folded around this time. And, uh, you know, the, the viewership was down. I think even in the stadiums, they weren't really getting filled up like they thought they were. And... Uh, I wonder. I wonder if if this is just sort of a coincidence now. Do you think the XFL will be back? Oh, I think so. You think? I think so. so. All right. All I right.
1: think it'll be back next year. Vince McMahon didn't want to suspend the season, but I don't think they had much choice there at the end. Uh you know, it's 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 too bad because it would have been and you nice your, to see. I mean, it. You had
0: your Wildcat gear and everything. Ready I know. To go. I had my L.A.
1: Wildcat gear. I had some bets ready to be made. I think I might have made actually two bets that I had to, <laughs> that I are never going to happen. Uh, they, I'm sure they refunded the money. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty sad to see all of these mm-hmm. sport. I mean, in, in Europe as well. Yeah, uh, they're talking about moving the the Olympics Pop. out. Yeah. Although the NFL has said the draft is going to be in Vegas. Yeah, and, they don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but yep. it, it's not moving.
0: And the Euros as well. The Euros may, I think, on Tuesday they're meeting to uh, to discuss whether or not the Euros will be moved to December. Um, so that that's um, that's pretty sad. I mean, we don't know, you know how far this is going to go. I mean, most of the leagues are are talking about 30 days right now, but it's a a sort of wait-and-see approach right now.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty much the the best guess, I think. Mm -hmm. It may be wishful thinking on some of these sports leagues. Uh, You know, baseball might not be impacted as much they may have a truncated season, but it's really a sh- because they haven't started playing yet. Well, they could play but,
0: two games a two, two games a day. Really, <laughs> in Franny's opinion, they could play. They could probably play yeah. about fourteen games a week. They could and could finish not be, up with and nine not be innings. tired. <laughs> finish up nine innings and play another nine <laughs> play innings right another, after that. Innings. You know,
1: <laughs> uh, says the man. Have you ever played an eighteen a whole round of golf? I have not. It's have tiring not. when you're just, even if you're just out there walking.
0: I know you get really tired yeah. with nothing to do. I That's mean, it, true. it's a lot, true. It's a lot of boredom there.
1: But I did want to congratulate you on your L.A. Lakers winning the Western
0: Conference. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, technically, yes. Technically, I think they awarded
1: <laughs> them, didn't they award them the I don't know if thinking,
0: any, I, I don't know if anybody would have caught them anyways uh, with the way they were playing, you know, they were it was about 20 some games left in the season and they were I think maybe 8 games ahead of anybody else and, you know, in second or third place. I, you know, every, everything in the West is is pretty close, but I don't think anybody would have caught the Lakers anyways. And uh, you know, it's the same thing with uh with the Bucks on the yeah. East. I you know, I, I don't I don't think anybody really would have uh, would have caught them either, but you know, we'll see how that plays out.
1: Well, here's to hoping that they're able to finish up that season.
0: Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight on the big board? Tonight, Ben, on the big board. We're going to make a shout-out to our new listeners, or at least thank, thank our new our listeners, because there's, there's quite a few. You showed yeah. me the list, Ben, and there are quite a few. Our podcast would run a little long if we, if we went over all of our new listeners. We have our NFL news, Ben. And our feel-good story, you have them separated now. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. NFL news before <laughs> slash feel-good stories. So those are separated now. We have our shout-outs uh, to our fellow podcasters out there, a couple of uh, promos uh, for our uh, fellow podcasters we also have our tag team news our thirst and goal news Ben's Eagles news Ben's <laughs> Steelers news my uh, Eagles news and Sonia who is not on the podcast tonight her Seahawks news Uh, we also uh, have our shot of the week uh, this week it is, uh is St. Patty's Day weekend and so we have some beautiful beautiful I'm using Ben's beautiful <laughs> shots it's on the, the most table beautiful
1: it's a fantastic <laughs> (laughs) Fantastic shot,
0: and they look like fantastic shots. Uh, They are the colors of the Irish flag, and we have our beverage of the week, which is also from Ireland. It is an Irish whiskey, is the Kilbrin Kilbrin Irish whiskey, Sherry Cask. Sherry Cask. There was actually no information. It's funny. This is pretty new for Kilbrin. Very new, in fact. And uh, we also have our beer of the night, which is from Poland. We've tried a Polish beer in the past, Uh, so we have another one on tap for tonight. And then we have our housekeeping to finish up tonight. All right, folks. Friday. what's first up on the big board? Uh, First up on the big board, Ben, we're just going to thank our new listeners. All right. Thank you all so much.
1: All of our new listeners. We have new listeners from around the world and around the United States. Give a, a particular shout out to new listeners out from Oceania, from New Zealand, and from Australia. Thank you all so much. We have listeners from every state in the Union, as well as South America, North America, Europe, all Africa, all over the uh, the world. So thank you all so, so much. And since you're listening to us tonight, please consider heading over to our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search Thirst and Goal Podcast on the web, and please subscribe. Please tell a friend, a relative, a family member, a coworker, a stranger on the street. Please tell them about our podcast and put our podcast in their podcatcher. Take their phone away from them if you have to. Uh, you know, this is uh,
0: a... <laughs> You know Is that, this might isn't be that a, theft, Ben. Well, if you give it back, you got to give it uh, back. Okay, you borrow it for a you second. You just say,
1: "I must put Thirst and Gold podcast in this pod in this phone."
0: Excuse me, stranger <laughs> that I just met on the street.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, there won't be a lot of that right now. <laughs> so maybe don't walk up to strangers on the street. We don't want to be responsible for the transfer of coronavirus from one person to another. That wouldn't be great for our ratings. Uh, but this might be a good time to tell your friends, you know, they're, they may be inside, they may be avoiding other human contact. This might be a great time to catch up on a lot of different podcasts out there, as well as the podcast that we're going to recommend later in the show. But this is a really good time uh to not be bored there's no sports on tv but you can listen and to th- also no toilet paper ben and also n- <laughs> no toilet paper so when you are in the backyard searching for large leaves please <laughs> listen to Thurston gold podcast uh just don't touch your phone afterwards all right Friday. what's next up on the big board
0: next up on the big board ben we have nfl news by oh. itself yes nfl news
1: by itself
0: Uh, We talked a little bit about this, but first
1: up, I just wanted to get your thoughts on whether the novel coronavirus is going to impact the NFL season, whether there will be some significant impacts on the season or if there's anything that our listeners and we should be prepared for in terms of some delays. Uh, They already attempted potentially to push out the CBA vote, but they brought that back. They extended the franchise tag deadline. You know they're talking about not holding, or they will be holding the the draft in Vegas, but there will be some changes to that. But we're sitting here in March. I think, um, you know, we're going to start up activities in you know with mini camps and OTAs over the summer. Do you think everything is going to go off as expected?
0: It's, you know, it's it's it it's hard to tell. I mean, right now, uh, I mean, the season is 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 pretty far away right now. I mean, um, you know, August September, um. You know, a lot of these things are being pushed out about, you know, thirty days, maybe a month and a half or so. Um, so if, if it's you know if, if if we're able to get back into action, MLB, NFL, NHL, if we're able to get back in about thirty days, um, then I, I don't I don't think the NFL season will be impacted.
1: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, you know, it was it was uh, one of the first things I thought of, and I know that's pretty sad. Uh, please, you know, listen to your local public health officials. Listen to the CDC. Uh, you know, take their recommendations seriously. We're gonna, well, I'm certainly not making light of this, but that is one of the first things I I thought of when I saw that they were shutting down the NBA, shutting down the the NCAA tournament. Was oh my god, is this going to impact the
0: NFL season, even though it's yeah. you know six months away? Especially March Madness. I mean, I just I just feel bad. Oh, that's for brutal. the kids in college Played all year because they'll never get to experience the March Madness tournament. Yeah. And 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 that's really a shame. Yeah. And and a lot of the players that are even in the NBA that have been playing for, you know, 10 or 15 years, I mean, they remember that experience, you know, And, and, and for these guys to not be able, especially the, the schools that were not in the tournament for, you know, 20 or 30 years and they finally made it into the tournament this year and they're not able to play.
1: Yeah. And it's really a shame. I mean, especially for the kids, the coaches, the parents, everyone that's involved in what is, you know, one of the few sort of true love of the game, types of tournaments out there
0: yeah even if you're not a big fan of basketball you still tune in because the games are are fast and furious and they're just coming at you and there's like crazy finishes and so you know it it sucks that we'll miss out on it but you know the players and and the fans the families it's just it's that that's terrible
1: yeah because year after year there there's one of those moments that you never forget uh and it's really really a shame i mean the professional players are getting paid to do what they do it doesn't mean they don't love it uh, but I agree with Franny. It's really a shame that these these kids and their parents and their, their relatives, their family members, their friends won't be able to enjoy this mm-hmm. tournament with them. Uh, it, it's always an exciting time of year, as Franny said, for basketball fans and non-basketball fans alike. Uh, it, it's really, really a lot of fun, and it, it's too bad that we're going to wait another year because I don't know that there's any way mm-hmm. there'll be enough time to play it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be great if they could find some time to do it, but um, it'd be very difficult. Uh, next up,
1: from the soap opera department, Tom Brady is in the news again.
0: The Tom Brady saga continues. Oh,
1: can you believe it? But this is hot off the wire. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going all in on Tom Brady. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times reports, it's true. The franchise that has not reached the postseason in 12 years will do almost anything to land the six-time champ quarterback who has been to the playoffs 11 straight seasons. It's no secret that Bruce Arians would prefer to move on from James Winston. No way. No, you think? (laughs) And make no mistake, General Manager John Lick is deferring to... Bruce Arians on the quarterback position when the deadline for designated franchise and or transition players comes at 1159 and 59 seconds on Monday. Expect outside linebacker Shaquille Barrett to be tagged, barring a last minute agreement on a long-term deal. Arians already told the news that he ain't going anywhere. Uh, But this is a really 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 interesting story uh on on tuesday of this week nfl insider diana Rossini told or said the bucks are willing to give tom brady the things he needs the things he wants some of those things he wants control over the roster
0: a good offensive line
1: a good offensive <laughs> great offensive line he wants to be part of making decisions on the play calling which was news to me uh if brady wants control bruce arians is a guy he should match up with what do you no, think, Ronnie? Think, well, Bruce the Tampa, Can you imagine? I mean, if Tom there's, if there's any the coach, pewter.
0: if there's any coach out there that can make it work, it is Bruce Arians. I, you know, he's he's a wonder. He's a, he's a he's a great coach. I mean, he, he was uh, just, he was with the Steelers yeah, for a little yeah, bit. He was he he was a I mean, he was great in Arizona as well. I mean, he's been good with Tampa Bay. I mean, he just hasn't had the greatest quarterback. He have a thirty for thirty quarterback there, um, but you know, I think Tom Brady yeah, behind for thirty, baby. Behind this offensive line, the current offensive line that they have. Tom Brady would not be able to survive. I mean, he's got Evans, he's got Godwin. I mean, the the best tandem probably in the NFL to throw to. But if you don't have time to get it out to those guys, you just won't survive. And and he's not the kind of guy that's going to roll out. He needs to stand in a pocket and throw the ball, and he won't have the time to do it. Yeah, but there are with, a, lot what they of, really have. a
1: lot of great offensive minds down there. Byron Leftwich is the o- offensive coordinator, and as Franny mentioned, Evans, Godwin, Howard, uh, Brate, and Ronald Jones. My God, that's what a an offense! Those are some serious offensive weapons, and down and that's there.
0: why James had so. I was going to say Jamison. It's it's
1: <laughs> Jamison. Yeah. Well, you Jameson know, Jamison and Bushmills. is two. Jamison's in the slot. Bushmills is what <laughs> is the X, and in the Y we have uh, what's another Irish whiskey? Jamison Bushmills and proper number twelve. <laughs> proper number twelve out there as the X receiver, uh, but I, I think. I can't imagine that Tom Brady is going to go play I in don't. Tampa.
0: No, yeah, I, I, I mean I, it's 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 really hard to believe that he would go down there. I mean, I would I would expect him to go to Oakland before he would go to Tampa Bay. Even Tennessee before ten. I mean, that, I, but I, I don't even see. I mean, I, I think Tannehill did did a wonderful job at the end of the season. I think Tannehill is their quarterback of the future. I, I think oh, I Tannehill can definitely play there for another five, six, seven years. Uh, I I really do think that he is the long term answer over there. Um, they shouldn't be looking for another quarterback right now.
1: Yeah, and I've said. I mean, I think three or four weeks running on this show, I think Tom Brady is going to end up as the Indianapolis Colts quarterback. I don't know. I
0: haven't heard anything about it. I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's I, I haven't heard any rumors nope. lately. No, I just
1: think it makes the most sense given what jobs are open at the moment in which
0: So not not with, with
1: the roster that they have with the coaching not the staff. Not the Chargers. Definitely not the Chargers. And that's I think Tom Brady's too smart to go play for the Chargers, the Raiders, the Buccaneers, no matter what type of great situation he might be walking into on paper, I just feel like he's too
0: smart to get mixed up what about that whole san francisco nonsense do you think it's nonsense (laughs) and i
1: have i have buddies at work that they just i want to win one super bowl just one super bowl we just need him for one year i'm like he's 43 and you're going to trade away or you're going to give well they would have to trade uh jimmy garoppolo who you just got back off an injury this year yeah yeah you're just going to trade him away i think i mean for a guy that might win you a super bowl exactly maybe
0: Maybe if you can protect him, and they have a great, you know, they have a good line. But still, though, I mean, you got to stick it out with uh, with Jimmy G. I mean, he, you just went to the Super I know. Bowl. It's ridiculous. You were dude. just there. Yeah. And and up until it's that crazy. fourth quarter, he looked like the MVP. But yeah,
1: and he beat him. He beat who did he? who He beat the was it the Saints in that forty eight to forty six game? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he he's, he can play. That guy. Yeah. I just he's think he's not a baller, but he can play.
1: I mean, if they said you know they were going to pick up you know Aaron Rodgers for one season, okay. All right, I could I I could it's see yeah, maybe yeah. trading Jimmy G away. To pick up Rodgers at this, even at this point in his career, mm-hmm. but to pick up a 42, 43 year forty-three-year-old Tom Brady, and then and what's trade your away future? your
0: franchise quarterback. Yeah, what's your future going to look like then? You know? When
1: you know you're probably going to be playing, you know, if all goes well, either Ben Roethlisberger, I hope, or <laughs> or. Uh, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFC got, you know, as much stronger at the or top Or Sam end. Darnold,
0: Ben. I mean, you're, you're a huge Oh, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> could be playing
1: Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell, uh, you know, unless they make some coaching changes in New York. Uh, but but I think I think that rumor is...
0: Yeah. Is insane. I, I think. I think so too. I think so too. But going to Tampa Bay, I don't see it happening. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they have a lot of interest in getting him. You know, I'm sure Bruce Arians would love to coach him. Uh, well, I mean, Tom Brady is sort of a coach himself at his age. He's not much younger than Bruce Arians actually. But yeah, uh, I, I, just, I just don't see him going
1: to Tampa. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and to call his own plays. Yeah, I mean, it would be really interesting to see what Tom Brady is like calling. You know, a good All right, Mike. chunk of their stuff. <laughs> All play. right, Mike, just run
0: straight and <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, throw yeah. the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what his arm strength is anymore either. I mean, he was... He, was, he wants a deep threat. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got to throw it deep, though. Yeah, that's true. I and
1: mean, it's not what he's been doing for the last yeah, few years. Exactly. The last few years has been those quick, 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 yeah. quick uh but I agree with I mean we have we've been agreeing too much the to last I yeah. should I should disagree with you. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> He's going, He's to, going Tampa. to Tampa. Bay. He's going to be the
0: next, <laughs> the next quarterback of, of the Tampa t- Bay Buccaneers
1: playing with Byron Leftwich and Bruce Arians. <laughs> uh but uh, yeah, I'm also interested to see what happens with um with Winston uh you know if the you know if the franchise I think they extended the deadline we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit but I'd be really
0: interested to see if they franchise Winston. But next up. They might be desperate enough to do so. I mean, right now, if if they can't get Brady, they they might have to. Actually. Thirty-three million dollars yeah, well, for Jameis Winston.
1: Well, it's, I mean, it's thirty is, interceptions, is, thirty touchdowns, thirty three million dollars a year.
0: Yeah, but is 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 uh Jameis any better or worse than Dak Prescott?
1: Uh he's worse than Dak Prescott, <laughs>
0: yes, because of the interceptions. Well, he, I mean there 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 is that, but I mean, you know, Dak also plays behind a great Offensive line. He also has a better running back. I mean, obviously he does have, you know, the best, you know, duo at, at, at receiver pretty much. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, if you're going to pay if if the Cowboys are considering paying Dak, you know, uh, 33 or so million dollars or whatever it is. Why wouldn't the Tampa Bay's pay? Uh, T- Tampa Bay's Tampa Bay pay the Tampa Bay's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays. Nah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't they consider paying him as well? You know, I don't. Disagree. I mean, he had five thousand yards passing this year. He had those thirty interceptions, but you know. He's he's got some talent. He's got some. T- that's a lot of
1: interceptions. Come on, I know that is a that is an obscene amount of interceptions. Yeah, but thirty touchdowns also. That's that's true. That's that's like <laughs> Peyton Manning level interceptions had he played one more year. Yeah. <laughs> but that that brings us to our next story. Uh, Franey has got the Jack or the Jim uh, well. Beam peach or apple on the table. There it is. I'm just gonna start pouring it right now. Dak Prescott is next up. Dak Prescott will likely be hit with the exclusive franchise tag on, Monday, He's not gonna on Monday, March 16th, as the two sides continue to negotiate and disagree. No one is willing to say that Amari Cooper will sign before he hits free, agents, free agency, but negotiations are encouraging, and the odds of Cooper agreeing to a long-term contract in the next few days is much greater than Prescott, but all signs point to Dak Prescott getting franchise tagged on Monday the 16th because...
0: They can't reach an agreement. I don't understand why. This guy wants $40 million. But $105 million guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. That's guaranteed. a lot of money mm-hmm. for the type of quarterback that he is. He's good. I don't even know if he's good anymore. Maybe you should maybe take I a should shot. Maybe I should take a shot.
1: But, but, 30, I mean, but $35 million guaranteed a year over five years or 36, whatever he's looking for. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I hope so. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I yeah, hope yeah. they offer him forty million dollars, and I hope he signs that contract because the Cowboys will be shooting themselves in the foot by doing that. And God, I hope so. Oh,
1: but I—that might—is that a shot? Oh, this is this helicopter is uh, this very is,
0: close. I think they're looking for you, Ben. As uh, they're looking there's, for they're looking for Dak Prescott. He's
1: <laughs> dropping hundred dollar bills out of the air. But uh, I think it's insane, personally, to give Dak Prescott one hundred and ten million dollars. I think he's just trying to leverage the relative difficulty in finding a franchise quarterback out there in the NFL, notwithstanding, you know, 350 million people in the United States and all over the world, billions of people that we can't seem to find enough quarterbacks to staff up 32 NFL teams, pretty tough position to play, but there are hard, it's hard to find a franchise quarterback. And I, and what does Dallas do if they don't franchise him and they're not able to reach an agreement with him next year? If they franchise, even if they franchise them next year, what are they going to do? Yeah, uh, because they'll probably be seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven, so they won't be in a situation usual
0: Dak Prescott numbers.
1: Yeah, so what will they do next year? Uh, and I think he's trying to leverage the fact that 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 the Cowboys are going to be in a difficult position picking up another quarterback who's
0: available next year.
1: Uh, well, there's going to be people coming out in the draft. There's yeah. going to be some free agents, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even so. Um, 35 or 36 million for him, guaranteed. Over for five. him,
0: there are certain quarterbacks that maybe deserve that number, but not him. Yeah, and he, the, he does not deserve, he doesn't deserve 33 million. And he doesn't deserve 105 million guaranteed. He's the kind of guy that would maybe, you know, around 75. I, I would say guaranteed. Whoa, that's though, guaranteed, guaranteed seventy five. No but way. I've been saying for a there's while no now way. that he deserves somewhere between twenty five and thirty for the type of quarterback that he is. Once you go above thirty, you're talking about Russell Wilson type players or yeah. Ben Roethlisberger yeah, 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 yeah. type players, guys that have won the Super Bowl, guys that have been there. Uh, Dak Prescott only won one game, and it was given to it was handed to him by the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, I mean, it it, it, it it makes absolutely no sense, and he's only been this good as good as well mediocre. Because of that offensive line, because of the offensive line, and because he has a good running back, or a great running back. I don't disagree. We have a helicopter flying very, very close. Should should we we put it on hold for just a second, Ben? Yeah, we're going to put this podcast on a a quick hold and see
1: where this helicopter is off to. Yeah.
0: All right, and we are back with the Dak Prescott conversation, and uh, the yeah, helicopter has moved on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think
1: I mean I think they're, they were dropping supplies of some yeah. kind. Uh, but Franny, I think you need to take a shot. Uh, I didn't anytime, say anything negative though. He's mediocre. Seventy, $75 dollars. Yeah, Come but on that's not, I mean, seventy five million dollars for that's anybody a ri- is a
0: really good amount of money. Well, that's ridiculous. I'll still take a shot though. I mean, he, I, I did say he's mediocre. Mm-hmm. I I have I have praised Dak Prescott in the past, so don't act like I have not. You have until he's, he's, until it came time to pay him. And I think he's he deserves that much money. Which is not five te- million dollar. Se- oh yeah, that's terrible. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Look, he's I mean, gonna he's a, be the he's
1: franchise quarterback. There's, I mean he's gonna get a hundred million guaranteed. It's just a question of how many years and and how much uh, per year. Jim B. Mapple. Yeah. So if France says anything negative about anyone in the NFC East, he takes a shot. If I say anything negative about Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell or anyone else or anyone in the AFC North, I have to take a shot. And if Sonia says anything, another one of our hosts who hasn't been on the show. It tasted worse as than As I... often. It is. It's, well, I told you. <laughs> if she says anything nasty about anyone in the NFC West, she has to take a shot. So, Friday took a shot of the gym yeah, beam So like a... We're trying to get something awful uh, to be part of that shot I mean, it's challenge.
0: Terrible. It's not terrible. There's worse it, than it's this. It's not great. Um, it's like a, a Jolly Rancher. Like spirit, yeah. you know, it's, it's like that strong alcohol that you get with sort of a that Jolly Rancher, uh, green apple flavor. But it's it's not terrible for you know
1: 12, for what it is twelve
0: dollars or whatever it is. And we were drinking the. I'm uh, sure a lot of college kids love this stuff.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, we were drinking the Jim Beam Peach or yeah. the Jim Beam Fire, which is oh, actually oh, pretty
0: good. Oh, you know, I should I should get the peach on the table, Ben. Wait, no, no, you hate this one. Actually, the peach, you don't mind. I don't mind the peach. So we'll leave the apple on the table because I know you'll say something negative about somebody in your division or Antonio Brown. for oh, sure, for sure. But for sure. Dak Prescott does not deserve I agree. as much money as they're it's talking about. It's too
1: much money, and I was arguing with another, uh, another friend of mine about this. Uh, there's also talk that he may want a six-, seven-, or eight-year deal, which I think <laughs> is absurd uh, just on its face. Uh, but with the CBA negotiations coming up, Odds are the franchise tag number is going to go up as well. You know, 33 this year, it'll be closer to 40 next year. I mean, they could franchise him again next year. If he performs as well as he claims that he will, he might be worth another franchise tag next year at $40 million. Mm -hmm. But I just don't, I just, I cannot see giving him more than, more than 33, which was the deal. 33 for five years. I think it was five years. $105 million guaranteed. I think you sign that you put the checks in the bank. I mean, if I'm going to find him. Yes. And, and, right. and, and what, and, and, and think about this. What if there is no season,
0: there, what, I'm, what, I'm but, my... but,
1: but, but you have to, the possibility is that something could happen. The, 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 the viewership could be down. There may be fewer fans at the games. He's really taken a big chance here by not signing that deal because he could end up being franchise tagged on Monday and $33 million is all he gets. He blows out his knee next year and, and that's it. He's done. He doesn't get another dime from any team. To play football ever again, I think when they offer you one hundred five million dollars guaranteed, oh, you take it. You just take it.
0: That's something you take.
1: Yeah, tell that to the tell that to the first or second or third I year mean, player he, making five hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you don't he, want to sign yeah, that deal. I mean,
0: he should know his talent level. I mean, you know, you don't don't get too greedy now. You know, you're you're, you're not Aaron Rodgers. You know, you're you're not Ben Roethlisberger. What what Ben Roethlisberger was and what he might be next year, maybe. Uh, or the rubber bands or, in or Russell, his arm now. Or, or Russell Wilson. I'm I'm glad that the Eagles were ahead of the game and they just sort of they signed a contract and it was for a decent amount of money. It was, you know, between twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine million dollars over the life of the contract, which is what Wentz is worth. I also don't think Wentz is some amazing quarterback. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not saying a lot of nice things about Dak Prescott, but it's not like I think, you know, being an Eagles fan, I don't think, you know, Wentz is worth thirty three or thirty four million dollars either. I don't disagree. Right. So, but he's got a longer career and he's got more upside, I think, than Prescott. Well, he, he's also accomplished a bit more. I mean, he, he's he's taken the Eagles to the playoffs at least. Yeah. You and, know? And, and
1: one season they won the Super Bowl. It, well, I mean, not, he, but yeah. he did play he was, in the season that got him there. He, yeah. And he was off to a, a great start that put Nick Foles in a position to win, to get into the playoffs and and win the Super Bowl. Great
0: coaching after that. Yeah. Um, but there was an article on Yahoo where they actually had a poll about this for Dak Prescott and whether or not he deserves that contract. And it was like 85% no. Really? Yeah. And 15% yes. So the majority of folks out there do not think at least that those 14,000 people that were polled or, or that voted on that poll don't believe that he's worth that much money. And, and, I, and so I'm, I'm, I'm 14,000 people. I'm sure there was a lot of Cowboys fans. I'm sure that voted on that Cowboy poll. Fans. There's a lot of them out there. And I'm sure a lot of them even don't believe that he is worth even $105 million.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think not, you know, that whatever he believes, whether they're trying to leverage, you know, leverage what's going on in the league right now, leverage his talent against the talent that will be available next year or whether it's an ego respect type of thing that he just, you know, he just honestly believes that he's not being treated fairly, whatever it is, he should oh, run he's being treated fairly. He should run to the ticket counter <laughs> before Monday. 105 and if, guaranteed yeah. is, and if is that contract, fair. If that contract More, is still on the table, he should take it. Yeah, because oh, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, eight and eight, seven and nine, eight. And, I mean, you know. He, I know he threw for Ben Roethlisberger threw for a shit ton of yards too,
0: and 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 he didn't have failed. a
1: contract like that until very recently.
0: Yeah, and they and they failed to make it to the Super Bowl. They made it to the divisional round. Lost or, to the or, Jags.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, that
0: was in the divisional round. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Dak, know your worth. You know, yeah. I would say the same thing to Aaron Rodgers too, probably. You know, well, he's, better Dak he's better than He's better than Dak Prescott, but he thinks he's you know johnny unitas so let's just guys just know how good you are and johnny
0: unitas never got that much money and
1: understand that what for every dollar you get it's a dollar that someone else doesn't get yep regardless of how big the salary cap may be mm-hmm. you're still taking the talent away from the rest of the team and you know there's a lot of guys in the league making a lot less money
0: yeah.
1: and you know they, this was, they may think of you a little differently because they play with you yeah and they know how good you if really are. if this was a
0: mahomes discussion then yes. $50 million. No, well, <laughs> but he, he's talked about even taking less to help the team. Yeah, because he's
1: not Dak Prescott. Exactly. And he wants to win. Now he has the feel feeling. No, Dak Prescott doesn't know what it's like to win. Yeah. Where did he play college? He played college at uh, A&M, Texas A&M, I think.
0: Not entirely sure.
1: Um, But he's never been to the mountaintop. And I think if he got to the mountaintop like Tom Brady did, I think getting that Super Bowl early on, coming in for Bledsoe, I think springboarded him into being more reasonable in his negotiations because he, he knew what it felt like and, and how amazing it is to get to the Super Bowl and win it. And taking, you know, whatever it is, uh, a quarter of the salary cap for yourself mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Nope. Uh, but next up, another interesting story involving one of France teams, the Jacksonville Why is Jaguars. It my, I would say my team. Nick Foles. Yeah, well, you, yeah, I like Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Jags. If the Jags have their way, it'll be Minshew Mania again in 2020. ESPN's Dan Graziano. What a great football name. And Jeremy Fowler reported that the Jaguars want to go with Gardner Minshew as their starting quarterback next season. And as a result, the organization would like to find a taker, a trade partner for Nick Foles. Last offseason, Jacksonville signed the Super Bowl MVP to a whopping four-year deal worth $50 million or 50.1 guaranteed, overpaying and saying that they, in fact, overpaid him uh, on purpose for some strange reason. The veteran will count more than $22 million against the cap next season, although teams could have an out with a $12.5 million cap hit after next season. Mm -hmm. The Jacksonville Jaguars have denied the rumors, but if, you, if, have, if you're going to go with Minshew, you have to figure out something to do
0: with Nick Foles. Yeah, but even going forward, Minshew is not really the answer in Jacksonville. The you know, stashed wonder? I mean, he, he has quite the cult following, but he's also not that great. He's good, but he's, he's definitely yeah. not the kind of guy that you want as your franchise quarterback moving forward. Yeah. And, but Foles also... Um, you know, being injured on basically the, the, the second drive of the season. Um, it's, it's, I mean, they, they just gave him too much money, you know, 50, 50.1 guaranteed, you know, winning the Super Bowl and being the Super Bowl MVP really raises your stock, but he was never you worth think? that much money to begin with. And I think they made a huge mistake. Now they're sort of going back on that. And, and, and if they can trade him and get him off the books, I think that would be good for the Jags and maybe, uh, get somebody in the, in the draft. Um, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. I love Nick Foles. <laughs> What's not to like, really? But, I mean, he's 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 a I great. Mean, he's What a was great, he supposed to do? Not he, sign that contract last he's, year? He's, say, he's no, a, no, I don't want ninety million. Exactly, no. But he's 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 a great guy. He's he's a good player, but he's also not a franchise quarterback. He's almost been pretty much a a, a, a good backup his entire career. But he's definitely not a starter. Neither is uh, Minshew. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting.
1: I, I mean, I understand why the Jags would would deny this rumor if it's true. Because it shows their poor decision making and it just shines a light for all the world to see that they're, you know, that they they made a poor decision and now they're about to make another poor decision. You know, if I were them, I would just start Nick Foles next season and hope for the best. Because I don't think Minshew is the guy moving forward and he belongs in that backup role. And if Foles flounders, then you throw Minshew out there again. He's making no money. Hope for the best. But to trade Nick Foles you know unless you can get a lot of capital back and i don't know how you would do that with him coming yeah, off I a huge don't know injury
0: what teams would actually trade for Colts again, him raiders again yeah i, I it would be, be, be really uh, difficult to get rid Tampa of him again
1: yeah uh, because they all need you know they all need a solid quarterback but that that kind of money you know 22 million dollar cap hit next year i just feel bad for nick Foles because he's just sort of he sort of got stuck in his in his odd situation and then got got Injured first game that he was on the field. Wait, did he come back? And he came back later in the year. He came back and and he he,
0: he was pretty yeah, he was terrible. I mean he he, he threw like three interceptions and in that first game back. And I think maybe he played the second game after that, but Minshew went in and kind of you know took over from there on. Um but I mean if they can get rid of him, good for them. Good for good for the Jags. If they can Trade him, um, but I don't think they will. I don't. I don't think there's uh, uh, there are enough teams out there that are looking to pick up Nick Foles right now.
1: Yeah, and it's too bad because I mean it's hard to know how good he really is. I mean it is the Jags, so you know they got they got lightning in a bottle that year that they beat the Steelers in a divisional round. But I don't think they're that good, and I don't think they're particularly well coached with Doug Marone. Uh, you know, so it's hard to know how good he really is because the team is so poorly run with so many malcontents on that team. Uh, both on offense and on defense, and they lost some other offensive players this this year as well. But you know, I'm just rooting for Nick Foles. I hope he can find a place to land where he can succeed, even if it's mm-hmm. to come in like Josh McCown at the no, end I of mean, the season and, re- and just have him in your back pocket as yeah. something.
0: You know, I mean, that, that, it'd be great. I mean, I would love that for for Nick Foles to come back to the Eagles and just be on the sideline as the backup in case anything happens to Wentz. But now, in, in case, but now, in case. Take a shot, Ben. In case, but now he's just worth too much. I mean, that's that's true. But I think it's wishful thinking that Wentz isn't going to get hurt. He's too expensive. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's it's you just can't do
1: it now. I agree. I agree. In case, in case. 2017, 2019. (laughs) All right, shut up, Ben.
0: (laughs) It's not my fault that the Seahawks are dirty team. That's
1: true. That's true. Last year, I was actually still I'm still angry about (laughs) that because I wanted to see that game go to the end. Uh, But next up. This is interesting from Vince McMahon finally proves that there is a heart in that chest of his XFL players. After the season has been suspended, they will allow its players to immediately sign with NFL teams Uh, beginning. I believe immediately Uh, players initially had to wait until the end of the XFL season. Landry Jones to go fishing for NFL deals. Since no one knows when it might resume 2021 seems most likely there was no point in starting an acronym, acrimonious fight and keeping the XFL players under contract. This is excellent news for someone like fourth-year undrafted free agent PJ Walker, who was fucking amazing for the Houston Roughnecks, as well as or Houston Renegades. I'm sorry, and St. Louis Battlehawks quarterback. Oh, it's
0: the Houston Roughnecks, Dallas Renegades.
1: Oh, Dallas. Uh, yeah, Houston Roughnecks. That's right. I had it right. Right.
0: I, I know. I know which team I hate on. Yeah, already, yeah. So it's Dallas Renegades. <laughs> All right.
1: And it's the and the St. Louis Battlehawks quarterback Jordan Teamu, who I think will both get signed uh, this coming year. But I think it's a, at least it's a you know it shows that Vince McMahon is not completely without a soul to let some of the players that were outstanding, in uh, as well as I can't remember his name Phillips, I think, the wide receiver for the Roughnecks as well. Let let these guys go out and get deals with yeah, no, at I mean, least the, the practice squads with the NFL teams.
0: The Roughnecks were the most legit team. In the XFL, I mean, I didn't really watch a lot of the XFL, but they were uh, head and shoulders above everybody else, and so I'm sure there's a lot of guys on that team that could definitely find a job in the NFL, and uh, you know, good for Vince McMahon for for doing that.
1: And PJ Walker, I will see you in the NFL next year. I'm rooting for you, buddy, and Andrew Luck is also rooting for you as well. Uh, we had a little bit of a, an update on the NFL collective bargaining agreement. The deadline for the players' ballots was this evening or is this evening at midnight i believe uh so a number of nfl owners are hoping this is interesting a number of nfl owners are hoping that the current cba proposal doesn't pass this week because they believe they can, can negotiate a better deal next year potentially with a push for an a, with a push for an 18 game Eight, season 18 yeah this is the scuttlebutt i thought it was 17 uh, yeah, but they're hoping that if this if this fails and they play under the old deal this year, that next year they'll have even more leverage leverage to push for an 18 game season. Uh, the owners' vote on the new CBA was not unanimous. While there are some owners who are ready and willing to treat the players as partners, other others want to squeeze them as hard as possible with the expectation that the players cannot endure a work stoppage. Cowboys owner and general manager, God, it just sounds weird. General manager Jerry Jones. Is one name that has been mentioned as less than enthusiastic about the new CBA proposal and willing to push for an 18 game season immediately? Jerry Jones. If
0: That's the players fail shocking.
1: to, yeah, if the players <laughs> fail to ratify the new CBA, at that point the owners can either lock out the players or impose the last best offer as the New York rules pending the finalization of a new deal. This would essentially dare the players to strike, and the NFL players historically have been rarely benefited from work stoppages. Too many players need to play to support their families because Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson make all the money and will end up crossing the picket lines. That's the exact scenario that played out in 1987 when work rules were imposed by the league. The strike failed and a lawsuit was filed that challenged the work rules and a new CBA did not become effective until six years later. Hmm. But what do you think about the players trying to... You know, are the owners hoping the deal fails so they can push for 18 games next year? That uh, seems crazy 18, to me.
0: I mean, even 17 seems crazy right now, you know, because I was happy with the but way Jerry it was Jones right don't now. give a shit, yeah, apparently. Yeah, no, I mean, well, He's lie. Vince McMahon. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he, he's definitely Vince McMahon. I didn't
1: see enough blood out there, Superfly. <laughs> next <laughs> uh, time I expect to see more blood.
0: I want to be 9-9 next season. Fuck 8-8. Dak and eight. Prescott. Uh, I want Dak Prescott to win nine games, yeah, but I also yeah. want to lose nine games as well. Um, uh, I mean, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Uh, is, uh, but I think do I need to g- take a shot it, if I call Jerry Jones a piece of it, shit? Yep. Jerry Jones is a piece of shit. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I'm going to take right, a well, shot. And your- I'm sure a lot of... Cowboys fans feel the same way yeah. as I do.
1: That's your second shot. So I'll take one with you. I'll All take right. one with you. Because you also
0: time. agree that he is. He, in, well, he come is, on. I mean, he, I mean he's he, just lining his pockets. He's lining his pockets with billions of dollars as it is right now. What's an extra $500 million when you already have billions in your pocket? It is ridiculous.
1: But that's some Jeff Bezos, like, uh, what was the guy's name in uh, Wall Street? Gordon Gecko. That's some Gordon <laughs> yeah. Gecko shit right yeah. there. Like, Buy the airline and fire everybody. I mean, he don't give a shit. He's like, like, these guys are going to starve. We want 25
0: games. They'll be living on the street. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we've been talking about, though, Ben. But he don't give a shit.
1: He's like, these guys can't afford this.
0: Where is the end? You know, you add a 17th game. The following year, they're you know, or, or if if it passes, they would they, they wouldn't be able to do it the following year. But the next time the CBA rolls around, it's like okay, an eighteenth or nineteenth or twentieth game. Like where does it end? These guys are be playing, playing eighty two games, yeah, yeah, like yeah. an NFL season. they be playing every single fucking day. Yeah, and he's the only
1: guy, in, in actually in the, in the current CBA because he negotiated it way back when. Uh, it's just a continuation. He looks like he was way back. He away. has he has he's the only team that has his own marketing and memorabilia and whatever you call it. The uh, the the jerseys and all that shit Mm -hmm. he's the old he's carved out from all the other 31 teams he gets all the revenue from all of uh the equipment sales the jersey sales the you know the hats the scarves all that shit he gets his own cut of all of that yep i think it's ridiculous i think the players should sign this deal uh big argument i had in the office this week about it i mean you got someone making five hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you're telling them you're going to get $100,000 more next year, $100,000 more the year after that, and $45,000 for the next seven or eight and then years. And when you
0: blow out both knees, we're not going to cover you.
1: Uh, but those, how, can they, how can they not sign that when you have people like Dak Prescott holding up a contract for the difference between $105 million and $110 million guaranteed when those players won't even make $5 million in their entire career? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I think the CBA will pass. I think the players tonight are going to ratify it. And Jerry Jones won't get his way.
0: All right, we're going to take this shot. He's a I'll just say Antonio
1: Brown's a douchebag, just, uh, <laughs> just so I have to take this shot. Because he'll be playing for the Cowboys, probably. <sighs>
0: well, you watch. You watch where he ends would, up. That will be great. You watch where he ends I would, up. I would love to see him put on a Cowboys um, jersey. Amari Cooper and an, Antonio Brown. An, an extra headache over there. Oh, God. Yeah. Shot time. Nine and nine season.
1: Oh, uh, That's gross.
0: Well, that's pretty terrible. I will be slurring my speech. shortly. <laughs> it is St. Patrick's Day. That is true. The same, it does. Sense, and there are no parades. It's uh, it's no different from last St. Paddy's Day, right, Ben? Yeah, we got a little
1: loaded last St. Patrick's Day. We had some Guinness. We had uh, some Scotch. We had some whiskey.
0: Well, it's still waiting we for. Had, us. <laughs> the whiskey's still waiting. We for still us. got the uh, the Irish flag shot and also the Kilburn. Oh, the Kilburn looks, well. looks good. The Kilburn looks good. Uh, Peaky Blinders. They only drink
1: Irish whiskey. On Peaky I, Blinders. I just
0: I really need to start watching that. Ben. Yeah, you do. You will I've, love I've heard it. So much, so much good stuff. About I mean, that especially
1: show. with the uh, not the self quarantining, but you know, not leaving the house for you know for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you start
0: watching, if that, you're if you're unable to leave your house, if you just want to chill at home, not go to the bars, me and Ben highly recommend Islay Scotches. Oh, for yeah. sure. Get yourself yeah, a nice yeah. Lafroig or an ardbeg or a lagavulin, and just sit back and relax, and you know, save Kirsten as Gold much TP as you have. Yes, exactly. Leftover.
1: Uh, I ordered my uh, I ordered my bidet uh, <laughs> attachment for the toilet. You know, you never know what might happen, folks.
0: Uh, That's true. It's only cold water, but we'll see. Uh, but it might you know, be refreshing. You never
1: know what might happen if we uh, kick it. You might, like it more.
0: you might like it more than actually wiping your ass. Yeah, I might, I might never come out of the bathroom. Stuff. Yeah, I know. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, Drew Brees is full of shit. <laughs> well, that's my reading of this story. But Drew Brees has already announced that he plans to play in 2020, and he is reportedly willing now to accept a below-market contract, Dak Prescott, with the New Orleans Saints, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL.com. Super Bowl champion,
0: yeah. Drew Brees, by the exactly.
1: way. Exactly. What was that, 2006, I Nine. think? Uh, that likely means something in the range of $25 six. million dollars per year. <laughs> I think it was
0: 2006. I thought 2006 was the Colts.
1: Uh, it might have been. Yeah. It was right around that no, time. No, not the
0: Colts, but yeah, no, the Colts yeah, the Colts yeah, you're probably Bears, right. I think. Yeah. It was right
1: around that time. Somewhere around there.
0: Yeah. Uh, $25
1: million, which is a huge chunk of change, but nevertheless way less than he would command on the free agent market. The Saints are near the bottom of the league in available cap space in 2020, and Breeze is undoubtedly hoping the team will use savings from his signing to bolster the current roster. At this point in his career, the 41-year-old QB... Is at least motivated by the opportunity to bring another Super Bowl trophy home to New Orleans, Dak Prescott, as he is by his bank account. But that is a class act, right there. I think. I think it's it's kind of a face saving move by him because I don't think the team is willing to give him thirty five million dollars well, for yeah. a couple of years or sixty yeah. million for two, especially after uh, this past season. So he gets to take the high road here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it, but but assuming there is some team out there that would be willing to give him thirty plus million dollars to play next year. You know, this is kind of a classy thing to do late in his career. Take less money than he could get on the open market mm-hmm. and help help the Saints. What do you think? No, I
0: completely agree with you, Ben. I mean, if, if this season he had played the entire season without being injured and he still played at the same levels that he did in the past, then I'm sure there would be a lot of teams lining up to sign Drew Brees. But since he did miss those five games... Um and and even when he came back, he didn't look like the same player. Now I'm not saying he's 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 still not at the caliber of a starting quarterback in the NFL. He can still play, but um there are not a lot of teams out there that would want to sign him with what he showed us this season.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, and it does give them an opportunity to pick up a couple more players on offense. Oh yeah, and definitely. Maybe help out the offensive
0: line. Yep, they still have with some to, reserve uh, players. You know, pay off the refs a little bit. Yeah, pay
1: off the refs. And, and it's a little bit of money to pay off the defensive players for dirty hits. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sean Payton's slush fund. But, I mean, it would be it would allow them to... It's probably a, saving them $8 million, which can go a long way in helping that team yeah. get a little bit stronger. They were pretty strong last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, I, I still don't know how they lost in the playoffs to Minnesota, but... Kirk motherfucking Kirk cousins. motherfucking cousins came through, but still, though. I mean, they, they were the better team with the better coach, but you know, it's one game any given Sunday.
1: That's why we play the games. But Drew Brees, call Dak Prescott and please <laughs> talk some sense into that man. Uh, next up, as we mentioned earlier, the NFL Players Association and NFL Management Council have agreed to extend the franchise tra- tag deadline to this Monday, March 16th, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. Uh, initially scheduled to close this Thursday, just past Thursday on the 12th, the deadline has been extended uh, until the, the 16th. A few players have already been franchised thus far, uh, but we're we're hoping to see Dak Prescott get franchised. Uh, but there have been there have been a few players that have been franchised, and uh, like uh, and we'll get you those names uh, at some point. Uh, fr- uh, Hunter Henry was franchised by the Chargers and the Ravens franchise tag. Uh, uh Judon as well but there haven't been a lot of franchise tags issued thus far we expect that most of these will come out on Monday Yeah what do you think about Hunter Henry, got- though.
0: Hunter Henry I think that's a good solid you know franchise I mean that, that's something yeah, you definitely want to keep Yeah I think on that team. He, he's he's one of the best or one of the better tight ends in the league
1: Yeah and I think yeah. tight ends have been coming increasingly hard to come by mm-hmm. these days and I think that's a really smart move they, you know they're going to sign Melvin Gordon probably I don't I think they'll I don't I w wouldn't necessarily sign him. He I finished up I the season either. kind of strong. Uh, but at least they'll they'll have a solid tight end and well, a lot of really good weapons on offense yeah. for whoever they're playing. I mean they, they, they want year.
0: They want Hunter Henry there because that's where Tom Brady is gonna go. Oh, you know good, Tom, lord, Tom, good lord. Tom Brady loves his tight ends. He loves his tight ends, but the Chargers Gronk and one of Hernandez. the most
1: poorly run franchises on the planet. Oh yeah,
0: well, I
1: don't say. All right. Yeah. Well, I did place a little wager that he's gonna to go to the Colts. So we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll listen to Friday, and
0: uh we don't have a betting corner this week because, you know, I wouldn't because there's nothing to bet on. If he's not New England, I wouldn't mind seeing him play for the Chargers. That's true. I mean I almost put a couple of
1: bets down on like some cricket matches or something. Yeah. Just to see what like some obscure something that was there's, obscure. There's,
0: there's a lot of political stuff out there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you yeah. can make bets on the on those political things.
1: Yeah, but there you go. That that talk about something being fixed. I think that's <laughs> you know that's like Vince McMahon would be proud of what's going on in politics right now. Uh, but next up, we have the top. We, uh, and I have been going through uh, for many weeks now, going through the players that were on the NFL 100 list uh, that led up to this pri- or the that
0: uh, uh, this past season. I'm just it, looking at the agenda, Ben, yeah. and I see one of the snubs, and I am pissed off.
1: You're, oh, oh yeah, yeah, and you should be yeah. pissed off. Yep. You should be pissed yep. off, especially when you see it. Yep. So we've gone through the NFL listed their top 100 players of all time. Bill Belichick, Chris Collinsworth, all coaches and players, and and a whole bunch of folks that uh, that have a long history in the NFL. Pick the top 100 players. We've done the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the running backs, and the linebackers. So we're up to the safety position. And uh, the according to the NFL, the top six safeties of all time are Jack Jack Christensen. Uh, with his flat top from 1951 through 1958. What's he doing in that picture? Hanging out with James Dean in this picture, <laughs> apparently. Uh, Ken Houston, 1967 to 1980. Washington Redskins. Ronnie Lott, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco, 1981 to 94. Ed Reed, another no-brainer. Uh, 2002 to 2013. Emlyn Tunnel. Nineteen forty, a color picture from nineteen forty-eight <laughs> to nineteen sixty-one. That must be colorized. It's colorized.
0: That's, actually, that's photoshopped right there. Because
1: Jack Christensen is in is definitely in a black and white. Looks like he's uh, playing on a ranch in Oklahoma <laughs> in that picture. Uh, Emblem Tunnel, nineteen forty-eight to nineteen sixty-one, and Larry Wilson with a single-digit number at uh, safety, nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy-two. That uh, maybe it was the St. Louis Cardinals back then. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. uh, but Tunnel looks like he played for. Detroit, although I could be wrong. It's just a blue jersey. But uh, what do you think of those names and some of the snubs that we've that we've now, listed as our
0: snubs? I think Jack Christensen could easily be replaced by Troy Polamalu. I don't know how yeah. you do not have Troy Polamalu on this list. Uh, I, it's I have ridiculous. no idea.
1: I mean, we the, the snubs that, that Franny and I put together were Troy Polamalu, Brian Dawkins, now, the I most just, beloved player I, I in Eagles that. history. I understand that.
0: You know... You know, being an Eagles fan, he is one of the fan favorites. If you ask an Eagles fan who their favorite player was, they would say most. The majority would say Brian Dawkins.
1: Yeah, and we had a poll last year that that uh, from the Philadelphia, one of the big Philadelphia papers, where he was he was listed as number one all yeah. time.
0: And I love the guy; he's great for the Philadelphia Eagles. John but Lynch, Troy Polamalu. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know how Troy Polamalu I, I has known he's played
1: for 12, 13 years, uh, I mean, Super Bowl title. Yeah, that that's when the uh, NFL has to
0: start. Well, stop being or try to stop being so smart and add these guys that are in black and white pictures, because I know Jack Christensen is not better than Troy Polamalu.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially with whatever pose he's got going on. I don't know what that is, but yeah, I mean, Brian Dawkins, John Lynch, uh, mm-hmm. you know, say what you will, mm-hmm. but I think John Lynch, you know, could be on the cusp of being on this list. Steve Atwater for God's sake, Steve Atwater was one of the most intimidating safeties to ever play in the NFL for a great team in Denver. Donnie shell of the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Should be on this list. Eric Berry. No bias. No bias. No <laughs> bias. But, you know, come on. Donnie Shell is an amazing safety. He was the precursor to Troy Polamalu for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Eric Berry who is still playing to this day. Yeah, yeah. He came. I don't think Jack Christensen came back from cancer and continued to play at a Pro Bowl level.
0: And Cam Chancellor. I mean, Cam Chancellor is good. He's good. But I, I don't know if he, he he deserves to be on this list. But definitely. But I could, re- I mean, could replace I, I, I Larry was, Wilson. I, I was just looking at this, you know, before I even mentioned this. And I'm just looking at Troy Palomalu. It's not was on this a list. snub? I yeah. thought these were the guys that were on no, the no, list. No, 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 And this is a snub. That yeah. that, that I think, That's
1: disgusting. Yeah, Polamalu should definitely. Yeah definitely be yeah. on this list
0: and he has some great shampoo commercials god damn it
1: yeah, you really like those shampoos because he's letting the gray come no in. especially the he's most letting the gray
0: come in. the most recent one where it's him and um uh who else was it god i can't remember the name now oh
1: i don't even know there's another player in the commercial I, it's yeah not, I, I, it's I kinda, not it's not because uh, his hair is so big i couldn't remember the yeah, other player yeah, yeah. I guess it's not, I know, but, but those, those commercials. the guy it? from uh, the linebacker Clay Matthews? Was it Clay Matthews? No, uh, I'm just trying to think of long-haired players. Was it? Was it?
0: I can't remember now. I can't whatever. think of too many long-haired well, but players. I, I love those commercials,
1: though. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, that. Oh, we have some coaching changes. We, uh, you want to go through the coaching changes and sure. some of the coaching changes sure. for uh, for some of the teams? We were going to do this last week, uh, but we want to give you just a quick rundown as we come up on on the NFL draft next month, Uh, starting with the AFC East. Buffalo Bills made essentially no changes. Uh, The Miami Dolphins, the changes that they made. Chan Gailey is in as offensive coordinator. John Boyer is in as defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins, but they kept Brian Flores as their head coach. Any thoughts about the Dolphins? Nope. They will be bad. That is what we know for sure. Uh, New England Patriots, what do you think? They made really no changes. McDaniels is back. Belichick is back, and it's possible that Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo will be the top assistants and D coordinators uh this upcoming season. Uh it's it's enough just to see Steve Belichick's haircut on the sidelines in an NFL game. His son is an odd duck, to be sure. <laughs> this one shocked me uh as I was going through this, you know, throughout the offseason. There are no changes for the New York Jets. Gase is back. Uh, Dal Logans is back. Greg Williams oh, wasn't is Patrick back. Oh, was it Patrick Mahomes?
0: Pat- that was Patrick Mahomes in that commercial. Oh, oh it was man! Patrick
1: Mahomes. I, I, cause I was like, Patrick Mahomes is too young
0: to be on these commercials. No, he's got two. He's got State Farm. Now he's got Head and Shoulders. Oh man, I was like, I, 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 you know, I was thinking Patrick Mahomes, but I'm like, this guy is, this guy is way too young for those commercials.
1: But yeah. I guess it was him. All and right. That's why he's making the big bucks. All right. The Jets make no changes, Ronnie. That as poorly as they played all season last season. The Jets have made no changes yeah, to their like,
0: staff. Last week we questioned, you know, hiring Adam Gase, and I still question it. I don't know why that guy, especially after his run aye, aye, aye. last well, the year before, yeah. With the Dolphins. Why is he the coach of the New York Jets? I have no or the New York Jets. And they I have, have no 70. idea. 70. Count That's, that's Count ridiculous. It.
1: Seventy years of coaching experience between them. <sighs> and that's what they accomplished last year. Last year they had sixty nine years of coaching experience, sixty-eight years. Uh, the Ravens made no changes. Uh, Don Wink, Martin, uh, Martindale, I think he, re- is he going to retire? I think he retired uh, at some point later on in the season. Uh, well, well,
0: Marty Mortenwick was with them as well, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Marty Mortenwick is now with, now the, with Eagles. the Eagles. with
1: yeah. as a special something. Yeah. A special <laughs> assistant. I'm special. That is true. Uh, the Bengals. Friday's Cincinnati Bengals with Andy Dalton, the red rider, no changes. Zach Taylor, fresh from his fraternity house run, is back (laughs) to coach the team again. I can't believe Zach Taylor is back, Uh, but they made no changes. Uh, Callahan, Brian Callahan stays in as offensive coordinator. Lou Anumarumo is the defensive coordinator, Darren Simmons, special teams. No changes. Uh, Finally, the Cleveland Browns make changes, and finally is ironic because they make changes every single year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin Stefanski is in as their head coach. Good luck to you, Kevin. Alex Van Pelt is in as offensive coordinator. Joe Woods is in as defensive coordinator. Uh, What do you think about the Browns completely shifting their entire coaching staff? again yeah, they'll do it again next year yeah so uh good luck baker just keep that keep that endorsement <laughs> money coming
0: that's all he's gonna make
1: and the pittsburgh steelers unfortunately if you ask me made no coaching changes from 2019 mike tomlin should have stayed he's back in yep as head coach randy feekner should have been fired keith butler should have been fired and danny smith should have been <laughs> fired all of their non-head coach coaches should have been fired. Uh, Randy Finkner couldn't get anything going. I know he had uh, Devlin, Duck Hodges, and Mason Rudolph for the majority of the year, but he couldn't get anything going, was so uncreative on offense. Keith Butler had a great year last year, but I think that was more a function of Mike Tomlin taking over many of the defensive play-calling duties because Butler had a shit-poor season the season before that. Uh, Houston Texans, again, the only uh, – change that the Texans made was they changed out their defensive coordinator. Anthony Weaver is in at defensive coordinator. I thought that was uh, interesting that the Texans didn't make any moves. There was a lot of talk that Bill O'Brien might be fired, but instead Should've he been. was extended. Ah, another one. Franny's Indianapolis Colts. Wh- wait, wh-
0: why are they mine? Frank Reich. Oh, okay, but Frank Reich, but you've been really high on the Colts. Oh, no, I, lo-
1: I mean, I love Frank Reich. Yeah. Well, I All mean, right, I so love- my, this is my Indianapolis, your my Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Frank Reich, uh, no changes. Uh, Frank Reich is back. Nick Sirianni is, is in as or stays as offensive coordinator, uh, and Matt Eberflus is stays as defensive coordinator. And Bubba, you can't go wrong with a coach <laughs> named Bubba. Bubba Ventrone stays in his special teams. The Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they brought in Jay Gruden as their offensive coordinator, fresh off a really good year with the Washington. Actually, mm-hmm. had a pretty good
0: year with Washington, considering what they had to deal with. I mean, he was he he's been decent with Washington yeah I, I mean, don't like I he, don't dislike Jake he's Gruden. never had a great team while you know he was there in his tenure um I, mean, they, they, I think they would have been better off keeping cousins and signing him for a long-term contract that, that man, is true Alex Smith just
1: is well he wants off, to play still he wants off, to play yeah I mean
0: I hope he does I, mean, I, I hope he does Doug Marone
1: oh my god <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars 74 combined years of, of NFL experience. I don't know if that bodes well for them. <laughs> uh, Tennessee <laughs> Titans, uh, uh, defensive coordinator Dean Pease retired, and they they don't have a – did they hire a – I don't think they hired a defensive coordinator yet. So Tennessee Titans, they're going to go with Mike Rabel, who was caught FaceTiming with Tom Brady, which turned into a thing for no good reason. Denver Broncos, Pat Shermer. Fresh off an amazing season with the New York Giants, is in as offensive coordinator. The recycling bin that is the yep. NFL. Throw your Continues. dirty bottles in the in the bin and put it out at the curb, and somebody will pick it up the next day. <laughs> Pat Shermer, back in as an offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. That was probably not yeah, a the, particularly the, good hire the there. The Chiefs should keep everybody. Yeah, Chiefs, no changes after a Super Bowl Surprising. win. Surprising. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bieniemy. there was some talk that he might get hired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's back. And as, he probably
0: should have been. Yeah. But I mean, good for the Kansas City. They could they, they, could they keep him.
1: Uh, Chargers, no changes. Hmm. After that pathetic season with that team, with a healthy Phillip Rivers through the whole season, that's why I don't think Tom Brady is going to go and play there. How do you make no changes after, what were they, 12 and 4, 11 and 5 the season before that, and they completely yeah. shit the bed? Yeah completely healthy last year with the exception of Melvin Gordon holding I mean, out Philip, at the beginning Philip of the year. Rivers
0: area. sort of fell off, too. Yeah, I mean, but Eckler the was players. there, and Hunter, was, yeah. and Hunter
1: Henry was there, and the defense was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how how you can bring these guys back. Anthony Lynn should not be coaching an NFL team. There's just no way. It should not be happening, uh, given what, what, what coaches are out there in, in the NCAA. The Las Vegas. God, that's weird to read that. Las Vegas Raiders. They had a pretty good year. You know they made no changes. John Gruden's back. Greg Olson is back. Paul Gunther, his defensive coordinator, is back. Uh, I'm not shocked they made no changes, but mm. here you go. Your uh, Cowboys. Your Dallas Cowboys
0: are still going to be eight and eight with Mike McCarthy. But Mike
1: McCarthy, this is the you know the, the 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 coaching search. You know all the brain trust, all the brilliant minds that Dallas could buy, and they end up with a cast off. Guy who yells at referees at a <laughs> high school basketball game, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be the lap
0: dog to Andre uh, Jones. Yeah, I mean Mike. He, McCarthy. he found the right guy.
1: Yeah, John Fossil brought well, John Fossil is actually not a bad special teams coach, so I'm not gonna say anything about John Fossil. But Mike Nolan was brought in as defensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy as head coach. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was a strange, strange hire. Gi- the New York Giants. This uh, was one of my favorite coaching carousels of the offseason. I like Joe I like this Joe Judge hire. I really do as the head coach coming out of New England. He's got I think he's not Matt Patricia. I think he's not Josh McDaniels. I think he's a solid, smart team leader, and I think he's going to do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. your Jason Garrett comes in as offensive that's, coordinator.
0: That's pretty hilarious right there. I just
1: don't understand how you why you hire I mean just with the stink that's on him. Just like you, someone walks in your it's house like, and they got like, dog
0: shit on their shoe. It's almost like Adam Gase going yeah. to the Jets. It's almost the same thing. You see how bad he is for the other team in your division, and then you hire him as your offensive coordinator, even after all those failed years in Dallas. It makes yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. no sense. That makes no sense. To but, me, it's like you're going out you to the what? club.
1: You want to you know, you want to, you, you, know, you're going to party. You're going to try to meet some people, and one of your friends has got dog shit on <laughs> their shoe. That's all anybody is going to talk about all ye- all night long is does one of your friends stink and which one is it and we know that it's Jason Garrett they're yep. going to talk about this all year long it's just going to it's going to be a story when they play well it's going to be a story when they don't play well it's going to be a story i just think he's not yeah. worth
0: wasting a, you know, wasting a coordinator kind of, spot yeah, for him because
1: he could have been the offensive coordinator of the cowboys yeah why not? exactly exactly <laughs> i mean he, he essentially could have been if he if he believed the team was was not playing up to its potential. Why didn't he just take over all of the offensive play calling last year if he's that good at it? And instead of letting his what was he, he's trying to prove a point mm-hmm. by being the head coach and letting the offensive coordinator flounder, letting the team flounder because it's not his job to call offensive plays. I, I don't know. Patrick Graham's was brought or Patrick Graham brought in as defensive coordinator. Uh your Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Doug Peterson remains, but Press Taylor was brought in as the pass game coordinator, you know, whatever the hell wh- whatever that, that is. Whatever that
0: means. But he's the pass game coordinator. We'll, we'll see how this works out with Jeff Stalin as the run game coordinator. I mean, this is interesting, right? I mean... Rich Scangarello as a, the senior uh, offensive assistant. I mean, and, and obviously Jim Schwartz, who's been there for Marty years. Morty and
1: Marty was brought in as a special yeah. s- assistant to yeah. something, something. We'll,
0: we'll see how it works out this season. Has you any know. team ever done this before? I'm guessing that you know, probably New England has, I'm sure Bill Belichick has a much larger role than just, you know, the head coach. I'm sure he also, you know, deals with offense, defense and everything else associated. But what, I mean, but
1: how do we know what, um, how are they going to know what is passing down, running down? Like, how are they going to figure all of that out?
0: Uh we'll see. Well, I mean, it, it is. I mean, it's—it's it's fairly new. I mean, we'll see what's what's going to happen. It looks like what was that? Was that like a power outage or something? Yeah, I feel like the power just went out and it yeah. came back on again. That was weird. Did the power? Oh, the power. Oh, was- well, let's check the recording to see if that's all okay. Let's put this on hold for a second.
1: All right, hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: All right, and we are back. That was kind of odd, yeah, right? Thank ben? you, I mean, LADWP. The, the power seemed to flicker right there for a second, but it seems like the recording was to back just a little bit. Sounds like it is normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought maybe we might lose uh, some of the recording right there, but it, it sounds pretty normal. But as far as the Eagles are concerned, though, uh, with the coaching uh, changes, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. You know, I mean, it's something that's fairly new. You know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm sure um, Belichick. Had more control than you know, just being the head coach. Um, as far as offensive play calling and defensive play calling, and uh, you know, Doug Peterson did beat him in the Super Bowl.
1: That's true. So, you know, I've we'll see never how. seen. A... I think he's
0: a good play caller. Sometimes I question it, but you know, after this season, I'm a little more confident in in his abilities.
1: It's just interesting. I mean, it, it, it seems a little micromanaging, Pass game coordinator, run yeah. game coordinator. Yeah. Uh but we'll, it, we'll see it, how if, I mean, if it
0: works out. Some other teams might move to that. Sort of uh, format.
1: Yeah, I mean, and maybe it's too much for an offensive coordinator to mm-hmm. to call all of the offensive plays.
0: But he was he was the one calling most of the offensive plays this year. Peterson, yeah, Peterson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peterson he does a was great the job. man. Uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Hesitation. <laughs> all right. uh, yeah, you know, and, and let's let's get rid of all the screen passes that go to nowhere. You know, multiple times a game. But you know, we'll, we'll see how this works out. Yeah. Next up, your Washington
1: Redskins. Why, Ron, are my, why are they my I NFC East? I don't like them, though. NFC, you make know, it sound NFC like East? I like them. No, you I definitely don't, like, don't them. like them. Uh But this was a wholesale change in Washington. Ron Rivera, fresh off the Carolina Riviera, Back up to Washington as the head coach Scott Turner. Is there a
0: Carolina Riviera? Uh, I figured
1: uh, that's what I would call it. If I would, I would call my beach house in Carolina, North Carolina, the Carolina Riviera. Uh, Scott Turner, uh, Norv Turner's descendant in an offensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio. Pretty smart
0: hire there at yeah, defensive. Yeah coordinator, so we'll see. And Jack Del Rio was with, um, was he with the Jags?
1: Who was he with? He, he was, was a head coach for a long time. But that's definitely, that's
0: you know, you have a, he was, you have a guy he there with, the Jags. It with had to be the a Jack. lot of experience. You have Ron Rivera there with also a lot of experience, but uh, the Washington Redskins are a team that are, it's it's very difficult to turn them around because the ownership is terrible. But um, we'll see how things work out for them. Next up, your, no, what? my, my,
1: <laughs> I like the Bears. Chicago Bears, finished 8-8. Matt Nagy, smart hire, or smart, uh returning him to the head coaching role, I think is smart. They brought Bill Azor in as offensive coordinator. Dave Ragone in as passing game coordinator. Oh, see? Yeah, uh, yeah. See? They're doing the same thing? Chuck, well, they need a passing game coordinator. They need several passing game coordinators for Mitchell yeah. Turbisky. Maybe they should do that. It should be a much longer page. It should just have passing game <laughs> coordinator first down, passing game coordinator second down, passing game coordinator third release, down, release coordinator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. I think they need a new quarterback. Is yeah, what they need exactly?
1: Uh, another team that needs a quarterback, but they're going with Trubisky this year. Chuck Pagano back in a defense coordinator, smart, smart to keep him and Chris Taibard special I like teams. Uh, the Detroit Lions. Matt-
0: they need a new cor- They need a new quarterback, but they need a new coach. Yeah, they I, need- I, I don't know if Matt Patricia's really working out over there.
1: Yeah, I mean the pencil. You know, it was it was kitschy for a while, but not while you're uh, not while you're going three, twelve, and one. It's not that cute. Uh, but Matt Patricia's back. Daryl Bevel stays. Uh, you know, came via C- uh, Seattle Seahawks as the offensive coordinator. Corey Unlin is the new defensive coordinator, and Braden Combs is the new special teams coach. Good luck in Detroit. Not sure what to make of that one. Uh, Green Bay Packers keep all of their coaching staff combined years of NFL experience, very low, 46 years, but they keep everybody. Matt LeFleu comes back as head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, O.C., Matt Pettin, D.C., and Sean Mananga as special teams coach. The Vikings had to make some changes. Mike Zimmer is back as expected. Gary Kubiak comes in as the O.C., which I think is a smart hire Adam Zimmer and Andre Patterson are co... Oh, it's like the odd couple. They're going to live in the same apartment. They are co-defensive coordinators. And Marwin Malouf as special teams coach. Uh, But what do you think about Adam Zimmer and Andre Patterson sharing the defensive play calling there? Mm, Combined years of experience, 94.
0: That might be a little difficult. You know, whenever, whenever you should that's have a strange one, uh, one guy, couple. one guy doing the defensive play calling. I'm not sure, you know, how much power they have over the defensive play calling. I'm not sure exactly who does that, but to have two people, um, it, that that's going to be difficult to share. But it will be nice
1: to have cousins playing with a with an experienced, well respected, very thoughtful, very smart uh, offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. your Kirk Cousins will get
0: his best opportunity, Kirk. Motherfucking, motherfucking cousins will get his best opportunity to shine. Hey, have you heard about that rumor though, of Kirk Cousins possibly going to the Niners?
1: That can't be a real thing. That, that would tra- ta- you're trading a you're trading a, a Tesla for a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, you're trading yeah. a you're trading a what's a mid mid range car? You're trading t- a Cadillac yeah. for a Cadillac. A
0: Toyota Camry, reliable. Yeah, 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 yeah. But doesn't handle the greatest. Doesn't you know? It's Don't want to take it on a long trip. A oh, Camry, you do. No, <laughs> no, but
1: that won't be comfortable. It, yeah, it will no not for a hundred. You know, you don't want to drive cross country in a
0: in a Camry. I mean, you want a higher seating position, obviously, but you a little know. bit more comfortable, a little bit uh, little, little seats a little firmer. I, I, I thought that was a that was an odd rumor. That was that was that was something in the rumor mill. Is that really this, a rumor? This past week, that's insane. Yeah, I
1: mean, Jimmy Garoppolo must not. Uh, I, I guess there's there are certain people over there that are not happy with him. You know, he. I mean, what because he play, didn't play well in his first Super Bowl. Yeah, neither did Jared Goff. Neither did. John Elway, That's uh, true. you know, I mean, neither did a lot of. Co- I mean, neither did well, Brett Favre won his first Super Bowl, but not everyone plays well in their first Super Bowl. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is being unfairly treated. And I certainly wouldn't yep. let him go for Kirk Cousins. Nope. If you can bring in Aaron Rodgers, fine, but, <laughs> but I'm not letting him go for Kirk motherfucking Cousins. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, as is their way, they don't make very many changes. Uh, Dan Quinn is back, surprisingly, coming yep. off a seven and nine season. Dirk Cotter is back as the OC, and Raheem Morris, new defensive coordinator in in Atlanta. Uh, The Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, everybody's favorite, new hire as the new head coach. You know, we shall see if he is the dream weaver that everyone thinks he is, the amazing machine that can turn around any franchise you know, or any team, we will see if he can do that. Uh, Joe Brady Brady is in as the OC. Phil Snow is in as the DC. And Chase Blackburn remains as the special team coach. But there are a lot of big changes with Cam Newton coming back at the helm there. But we'll see what Matt Rule can do. But that's, uh, you know, good ownership group. So we'll see. Uh, New Orleans Saints, no changes. Tampa Bay Buccaneers coaching was not the problem. No changes in Tampa Bay. Arians is back. Byron Leftwich is back. Todd Bowles is back, and Keith Armstrong is back. That is a strong coaching staff Mm -hmm. in Tampa. Maybe maybe Tom Brady is
0: going to go to Tampa. I'm not sure about Byron Leftwich
1: though. Uh, He played for the Steelers. You know, I might have a little soft spot there. But by (laughs) all by all accounts, you know, he also played for
0: the Jags for quite a few years. That's true. So I mean, I I think they could maybe find a stronger offensive coordinator than Byron Leftwich. That's true. Oh, I mean, you know, Jameis Winston. I mean, but it's just the offense is so great. You would expect them to be better.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, no changes. That I found interesting. Uh, but Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, obviously back. Vance Joseph, yeah, rookie back. season.
0: Actually, they had a better season than I expected. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, finishing five, 10, and one. Not. I mean, no offensive line for for Kyler yeah. Murray whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh so Tom Clements, the pass game coordinator, is going to have to be pretty. Pretty pretty creative this year. The L.A. Rams, they made a few changes, which I was surprised about. Uh, Sean McVay comes back, of course. He'll be there for the next 50 years. Kevin O'Connell, OC, brought in Kevin O'Connell as the OC. Brandon Staley as the DC. And John Bonamego as the special teams coordinator. So they cleared everyone out except for Sean McVay coming off a very, very disappointing 9-7 and mm-hmm. season for the Rams off their Super Bowl loss to the Pats. San Francisco 49ers unexpectedly, everyone is back. Kyle Shanahan is back. Mike McDaniel is back. Mike LaFleur is back. Robert Sala. Hala Sala is back. And the Seattle Seahawks, no changes much. I will speak for Sonia here. I think that Brian Schottenheimer should have been shit-canned the day the season (laughs) ended that off. Someone has got to get into that team and convince somehow uh, Pete Carroll that they need... They need, need, need to throw the ball more in the first half of games. And if it's Pete Carroll that's holding it back, then someone's got to be able to manipulate him well enough to convince yeah. him that you can't be playing from behind. Even in the game, if, if Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt in that game, the Eagles probably win that game. Yeah. Because yeah. of the way that the Seahawks played Potentially. In, the, in the first half. Mm-hmm. Ken Norton is back as DC. He didn't have the, the, the talent to do much better than he did. And Brian Schneider is back. On special teams. Any thoughts on uh, the coaching changes coming into the 2020 season? Are you happy with your staff as the we'll see. Philadelphia Eagles
0: fan? We shall see, Ben.
1: I'm disappointed in my staff. I will say <laughs> that as a Steeler fan for sure. Well, you, you,
0: you've, you've mentioned that quite often throughout the season.
1: I think they probably should have cleaned house both OC and DC this year, but uh, they did not. Mm-hmm. So we will see if the Steelers can... Go but the defense, ten and six the, or eleven and five and losing the first round. I mean, the defense. Again.
0: The defense was pretty good this year, though. They were great. Yeah, they were great.
1: Keith Butler, you know. But it, well, I don't know that it was Keith Butler. I think it was more that Mike the, Tomlin the took over more personnel, of the maybe yeah. or. Well, the personnel got better. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Franny was critical of us trading away a first-round pick for yeah, yeah, Mika Fitzpatrick.
0: A little bit, more, but but it did work out though. It did. I mean, that, that was did. a really good trade by well, one of the best of the season, really. But I don't think it was Keith Butler that turned that defense around. I think it was
1: the defensive players themselves and Mike Tomlin taking a much more active no, role. Because Butler think, stunk it up the year before. I think it was
0: it's it's shocking to see Dan Quinn making a return again yeah. this year. I mean, after the last few seasons, uh, you know, they, they have not. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl and ever since then, you know, they lost in uh, in, in the wild card round to the Eagles the following season. But since that moment, they've been pretty terrible. And terrible. I'm, I'm I'm surprised that he is yeah. back for another year.
1: Yeah, but Arthur Blank, he's a very, I mean, he's a very loyal dude. There's no doubt about it. Maybe loyal to a fault.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, Friday. what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board band, we make some shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. We have some promos. Yes, we do. So hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our promos of the week. All right, and we are back with some promos for our fellow podcasters out there, Ben.
1: Yes, first up, we have a shout-out, a promo for the full 10 Yards podcast.
0: Hey guys, Tim here from the Across the Pond at Full 10 Yards. News Flash. we love the game just as much as you guys do. We cover everything from NFL, XFL, college, fantasy football, uh, and everything in between as well, both on podcasts and written content over at Full10Yards.com. Come check us out. We won't let you down. At Full10Yards on Twitter, but just remember, make sure you bring an opinion.
1: Alright, that's the Full 10 Yards podcast from Across the Pond. This is a great, great show. They've got an amazing amount of content. I strongly encourage you to check them out. This is the full 10 yards podcast where every yard counts. They give you everything from American football. As we know, the NFL college football, Brit ball, fantasy football, and sports betting from across the pond. You can find them at full 10 yards.com. Please check out their website and you can find them at on Twitter at full 10 yards. We have one more. This one is from the touchdown and touchdowns and tangents podcast from beautiful Los Angeles, California, much like ourselves. Are you tired of the same old sports media? Are you tired of hot takes, arguments, and questions that are just completely off base?
0: Luckily, we have something for you. Touchdowns and tangents of the people, for the
1: people, by people who care about the culture and all concise commentary. All right, that's the Touchdowns and Tangents podcast. This show is a live broadcast from beautiful Hawthorne, California. It provides weekly NFL takes and topical tangents for football nerds, casual sports fans and all of culture worldwide. That's a great. Beat. Since, it's down, yeah, it was really, it was, nice, it was beat. A really
0: nice. Beat. I just, I just wanted to continue to listen to that. that yeah, exactly.
1: Good. We were just going to sit and just chill and listen to that for the next half an hour and then we'll get back <laughs> to you. Uh says 2005 host Kenny Berry and Pete Camarillo have embodied the competition by venturing outside your normal weekly nfl news and analyst podcast this dynamic duo of journalists talk football community hip-hop life and whatever else comes up you can find them at touchdowns and and you can find them at tds underscore tangents on twitter this is a really really great show listen to the last episode Uh, As I was walking the the dogs, they had a great, great interview with a coach that helps uh, high school kids, high school students get prepared for the SATs, the PSATs, and all things scouting to get into uh, a college of their choice or a college that will best serve them. It was a a really, really great episode. So check these guys out. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board?
0: Next up on the big board, Ben, I completely skipped over your feel-good story. And so maybe we should go over your uh, feel good story right now. Uh, But you like the feel good story. No, I love the feel good. I love the lead of music to the feel good story. All right, here we
1: go. We have our feel good story of the week. This was a hard one for me because it's a Baltimore Raven. Uh. Brandon Carr, cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens. The 33-year-old started his career when he was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs in the fifth round of the 2008 draft. Before he was a baller, Carr submerged himself in the world of books during his upbringing in Flint, Michigan, a city hit hard by many crises over the last few decades. Uh, being a scholar gave him an outlet to lend his let his mind explore and wonder in the world of the characters he was reading about. Books gave him a world outside of his surroundings, and as an adult, he wants to pass the same joy on to children. Uh, Carr said, early on, books were just an outlet for me. Back in my early days, I was a Bernstein Bears guy. I love me some Clifford. He continued, I was able to indulge any to any kind and dive into the fantasy world with fiction books and just different characters and have an outlet from the daily rigors and stresses uh, of living in Flint, reading, reading inspired Carr to imagine and dream even when times were hard in his young life. This is why he took it upon himself to inspire children. With an innovative way to supply children with the tools that they need. Carr created a literacy subscription box program called Lit Buddies. These subscriptions are sent out to classrooms in Baltimore and Dallas. As part of the, the Car Cares Foundation, every month a new theme box, new themed box is put together, including two books, goodies like wristlets, water bottles, and tote bags. He also reads to the kids personally on occasion the power of reading is a tool each child should possess carr says by doing this car is making an education uh, education a priority and encouraging strong language skills and equipping low-end schools with some much needed supplies to teach their young kids we love getting back to the basics brandon mm-hmm. car bringing many, literacy how many cars and books. are there
0: there are a lot of cars yeah, I mean it seems like every other quarterback for every other team has had a car as a backup or as a starter yeah 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 it seems like right
1: absolutely absolutely we got Derek Carr Brandon Carr uh sidecar <laughs> what was it what's the other car David Carr David
0: Carr uh Brandon I know there's a couple I'm sure other there's, there's a few more but it seems like there, it wasn't a lot their, of cars their dad played in the NFL yeah, yeah, yeah. as well too right yeah, yeah. so wow Quite
1: the but yeah one. thank you Brandon Carr for bringing uh literacy and exploring the you know exposing these young kids uh to reading And to exploring both fact and fiction in the world of books. Thank you, Brandon Carr. Friday. (laughs) He loves the music.
0: (laughs) Friday, what's next up on the big board? All right, next up on the big board. I love those feel-good stories. But next up on the big board, Ben, we have our tag team news, our Thurston Goal news, Ben. Your Steelers my eagles and Sonya's seattle seahawks
1: yes hold tight everybody we'll be right back with our tag team news
0: all right ben we're back with our tag team news what's first up on the docket Oh, it's the Seattle Seahawks. Sonya is inside yeah. watching television in the dark.
1: A lifetime movie, most likely. Yes, it's uh, television for the thoughtful. <laughs> I, I well, actually, I actually watch some of the holiday movies. I I'm can't, sure I can't, I can't deny. I it. wouldn't put it past it. I can't deny it. Uh, I make fun of it, but I lay there on the couch and I actually yeah, do. You watch. make fun of a lot of things that you still watch. Ben that is true. That is true. The Seattle Seahawks seemingly. Endless search for a backup quarterback to Russell Wilson, a role that is held held by five different players. I mean, he's always so healthy. In the last five, I know he never he never <laughs> misses a game. You know, you don't even need one. Uh, well, I think it might be prudent <laughs> to have a, a backup quarterback, uh, but I do agree with Friday. I mean, he's never hurt. Uh, they were in Houston scouting XFL standout P.J. Walker as he led the Roughnecks to a thirty-two to twenty-three win over the Seattle Dragons. But everybody beat the Seattle Dragons this year. Uh, this uh, Seattle Seahawks do not have any quarterback on a contract for the 2020 season other than Russell Wilson. Last year's backup, Geno Smith, Geno Smith, oh my God, <laughs> is now an unrestricted free agent. Seattle went with just two QBs last season after Smith beat out Paxton Lynch uh, for the backup job last
0: season. Why are you laughing at Paxton Lynch? I Poor mean, guy.
1: Uh, John Elway. I mean, the fact that people still take
0: him seriously. I mean, he was so... He bra- I mean, did he draft... Yeah, it, was, it was pretty bad. He was, yeah, was He took terrible. him in the first round. He yeah. took uh, C- uh, Trevor Simeon. Everybody and even, well Trevor it was had a better career. But, yeah. But you know, they were have both better They were both pretty terrible, yeah.
1: But that was I mean, that was a rough one. Uh Walker has proven to be a perfect fit Remember so Brock far. Brock
0: Osweiler? Yeah, Brock Osweiler. Oh, I mean it man. goes on and on and
1: on. <laughs> Uh, he's like, give me the tall guy that could throw the <laughs> ball a long way. And they just they just weren't able to put but now they have their, you know, their quarterback of the future in what that guy's name is escaping me right now, like the, the Denver Broncos quarterback, Drew Locke. They have a quarterback? They do, they have <laughs> Drew Locke, allegedly. Well, a you goal. were high on Drew Locke. I, I like Drew Locke. Yeah, I you do. were. You I were like excited
0: like, to watch that first game. I was. I think it was like week late in the late, season. It was like yeah. week thirteen or fourteen or something when it came think out. They, I, I think Exactly. They,
1: I think they finally might have something. I don't know about that. But he completed. uh Walker uh, was a perfect fit for the run and shoot offense of June Jones in Houston. 92 of 147 passes for 987 yards and 12 touchdowns, leading the XFL in both categories and only two interceptions and 12 touchdowns going into this recent game before they canceled the season. Uh, through a season high three hundred and fifty one yards against the Dragons, twenty-seven of thirty-eight. Uh Walker turned twenty-five this month. He played at Temple, where he was a starter as a freshman and led the Owls to a ten and four record as a senior in two thousand and sixteen. Franny, PJ Walker, that would be a perfect fit in Seattle. What say you? Sure.
0: I've I've i really watched too much the XFL or see how he has performed in the XFL. I mean, his numbers look, you know, fairly impressive. Um, but you know, maybe just drafting a quarterback in the draft. I mean, you know, just just you're just getting somebody uh, you know, behind Russell Wilson. Um but I think more than anything, they just need an offensive line just to keep Russell Wilson upright. Yeah, PJ Walker
1: definitely can't pay off play offensive line. He's a smaller guy.
0: Yeah. But I I I mean, like I said, I I I haven't really watched him what do you think about him i love him i mean he's got
1: great footwork he can really yeah he can avoid (laughs) he can avoid pressure much like russell wilson i think he'd be a perfect fit he can throw the ball downfield his eyes are always looking downfield much like russell wilson uh playing behind a terrible offensive line probably again next year uh will be what russell wilson and pj walker have to confront in seattle i think he's a perfect fit i really really like this kid this was exciting news although a lot of teams will be looking at walker uh, next up we have another interesting little tidbit from Seattle, Jordan Reed of the Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, another uh, guy off the scrap heap. He was cut earlier by the Skins. Gonna head down or up to Seattle for a visit? Or he did head up to Seattle for a visit? What do you think about uh, bringing think Jordan, in, Reed.
0: Jordan Reed? I think Jordan Reed is one of the better tight really? ends. In the league, when he's healthy, the only problem is he's never healthy. Yeah. Um. But uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of tight ends for the Seattle Seahawks are healthy. (laughs) Will Disley Uh, (laughs) out? But (laughs) Hollister's uh, still playing, I guess. Yeah. But I, you know, if if he could stay healthy for the Seahawks, he definitely fit in very well over there. I mean, he he's a great player. I I've always liked Jordan Reed. Um. You know, I would always pick him up on my fantasy team. And he'd play like four weeks out of you know seventeen, but when he does, he is one of the best. Interesting. I am interested or interesting to hear that from
1: you. Uh, okay. Next up, Eagles are bringing back that was abrupt. Sorry. Okay. I just I just realized.
0: <laughs> next thing, no uh, internet.
1: <laughs> I just realized we have no internet uh, because of the power added. So I do. I, I apologize for my abrupt. I was like, all right. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah we, uh, we we were able to connect to the internet after the power outage do we have it
0: yes I, we I, do let's hope so that's let's like let's my hope worst so fear. when we upload this later this evening
1: so let's whoop, 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 whoop. let's go back uh jordan reed uh let's see uh he's only he's only played six years yeah no he's he's a fairly young guy he's, he's young he's just
0: never healthy 9 games, 11
1: games, 14 games, 12 games, 6 games, 13
0: games. And even some of those games, he was like partially injured. He was, you know, maybe played half a quarter or, something, or half half of a game. Yeah, he much. had a
1: great year in 15. Uh, 11 TDs yeah. on almost 1,000 yards receiving. But his TDs were down. Six TDs in 16 and two TDs, two TDs, 17 and 18. Uh, so he's actually much younger than I thought. I guess I feel like he was just older because he's always fumbling or bumbling around hurt.
0: No, he, he's a great red zone tight end. He's, he's a big guy. And, um, you know, he'd be, if he can stay healthy, it would be great for the Seahawks to bring him in. Interesting.
1: Okay. I like Then I was actually kind of, thought it was a strange move, but I will agree again with Franny's analysis. I, I, I
0: watch the, uh, NFL? My, my NFC East foes very yeah, yeah, closely. Yeah, yeah.
1: I see that. Apparently, and uh, what's what's their quarterback's name? It's escaping me again. Uh, for Washington, uh, Mr. Facebook, Mr. Instagram.
0: Uh, I forget his name right now. Uh, I, I've had too many shots yeah, because exactly. I've been punished for talking shit about the Dallas Cowboys. Well, and uh, you said something nice about Jordan Reed. Oh, Jordan Reed. Yeah, go. because he's he's he, he seems like a nice guy, a good player. I mean, I I wish him all the best. Um, and it'd be great for the Seattle Seahawks to get that that type of uh production from him when he's healthy
1: yeah i wonder why they cut him
0: because Uh, he's not healthy yeah that's exactly why
1: but uh next up we mentioned this a little bit earlier the Eagles celebrated throwback thursday by bringing back marty morningwig oh here we go senior offensive consultant to head coach doug peterson morningwig's first stint with the team began with a similar title in 2003 17 years ago when close friend Andy Reid hired him after morning week was fired as Detroit's head coach morning week, eventually spent seven, seven seasons as the Eagles OC. And he has since served as the OC for the jets Ravens parting ways with Baltimore after the 2018 season. What do you think Mm -hmm. about bringing back a, A a well consultant, uh, but he's also a lot of experience, and and by and large been a really really good contributor to all the teams he's been a part of,
0: especially last year with Baltimore and what he did with that offense over there. Um, you know it's it's great it's great to bring him back with all that experience, but uh, you know I I just expect the Eagles to throw the ball more, even more now with all the running backs that they have, because Martin Marty Morninweg is the type of guy that just loves to throw the ball down the field.
1: Well, but he also has Carson Wentz, a quarterback who loves shoot yeah, the ball down the field.
0: I don't want to see him running. I don't want to see to see uh, you know Wentz do the same exact things that they did in Baltimore this year because he just can't stay healthy.
1: Well, in fairness, this season was not his fault. No, I mean no, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. but
1: but he has been injured every year but one. Yeah, or wait, every well, he played a full
0: season in eighteen. Uh, when well, they went seven and nine. His first season, he was healthy the entire year. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he has yeah. one full season. I like. I like bringing. I mean, it looks like that Doug Peterson is trying to surround himself with a lot of really experienced minds uh,
0: on offense and defense. I think it's a good hire. Yeah, I think it's a good hire. I, I you know. I, I think well they, respected. Yeah, but I, I think they need some some help on on the offensive side of the ball. But I just don't know. If the way he runs an offense is what the Eagles need right now, with you know throwing the ball more, because he he he's he's more inclined to throw the ball and not run it, and we have like three or four running backs. Yeah, Sanders, that... Howard's under contract. He is right. Uh you know what? I think they might move on from Howard. I'm not sure what the contract is, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if if Howard was on a new team next year.
1: But that would be. I mean, I would love to see Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders in the same backfield for an entire year, because Miles Sanders sort of. is costing you nothing, and Howard can be a workhorse. You know, can't catch the ball out of the backfield that well, but I mean, he, I would love to see both of those guys, especially if Jeffrey moves on and Aguilar moves on and we don't know what you're going to get out of, um, what's his name? The speedster Boston Scott, uh, the receiver.
0: Oh, you mean, uh, wait, uh, uh, are you talking about Jackson or Aguilar? Yeah. yeah, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Oh, okay. We we
1: don't know what you're going to get out of him next year. Probably another injury. So it would be it would be nice to have a stable of running backs, especially with if Boston Scott can can fill in as well. I mean, I think that's a really nice, really. I mean, you guys always have like three or four running backs. Yeah,
0: they're 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 just you know, you're like the John on. Gruden of running yeah. backs. You just have
1: like five or six of them. John Gruden's got like three come quarterbacks. Out of the
0: woodwork, you know, this new running back. I mean, nobody knew who Boston Scott yeah, was, yeah. and you know, he's like basically a new Darren Sproles for our team.
1: But everybody just knew his name by the end of the season. Uh, next up, Steelers. Rumors, unfortunately or fortunately, as the case may be, the Steelers are wavering over slapping the franchise tag on their free agent, lineback- outside linebacker Bud Dupree. Uh, most expectations were that they would have tagged him by now. They've only got a couple days left to do so. And the $17 million price tag for Dupree in 2020 could be the big reason why he's he's, he's had four very average Seasons are three very average seasons and one great season. Uh, Bud Dupree or uh, I don't know, four four average seasons and one great season. I'm I'm not. I think they have to tag him, but I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if they don't. But it, it is a little a little surprising that they have not tagged him thus far. But he had an amazing season this past year. But by all accounts, folks are attributing that to T.J. Watt making it possible for Bud Dupree to get the kind of action and lines to the quarterback that he got because TJ Watt was causing such havoc on the outside. So we'll see what they do about Dupree. Uh, but this is the rumor that I didn't want to I just see saw that, right now. that I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't uh, want to hear uh, he would 30 be great- and 30. Jameis Winston. Could Pittsburgh really sign the Tampa Bay Buccaneers enigma to be Ben Roethlisberger's big armed backup the word on the street is that the Pittsburgh Steelers are interested in potentially picking up Jameis Winston should Ben Roethlisberger not come back fully healthy or get injured early on in the season seems like a lot of money to pay two quarterbacks but is that possible for I
0: was scared shitless when I saw it you know what I I would take him I mean especially if I mean we don't know you know how healthy Roethlisberger is going to be when he does get back you know, it, well, you, Kevin it's, Kohler it's,
1: says he's gonna be better than he was before. Yeah,
0: I don't know that video that we saw with him yeah, throwing yeah. the ball down the field and he has a huge gut. The already. loaf of bread, he's just throwing yeah. a loaf of bread yeah. down yeah. the field. Yeah, so it's it's, 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 so it's so hard to me. tell what you're gonna get from Ben Rothisberger but you know, Jameis Winston, you know, he did throw you know you really love James thirty James touchdowns, Winston. thirty interceptions, but he's better than the other options that are on the team right now. We we saw what happened Devlin with we, we saw what happened Mason with Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. He's better than both of those guys for sure, Ben. I mean, come on. I don't disagree with that. I, I think, just can't I think, imagine... I, mean, I think Fitzpatrick would be great for the for the Steelers right now. I think, I think, think have anybody to, that they can get that has some experience. If I mean, I know Bridgewater wouldn't want to come play as a backup quarterback, but even having Bridgewater over there, if he decides to, if he ever wanted to be the backup, because there's a pretty good chance that Rostisberger won't finish the season, it's good to have somebody that has some sort of experience on the field. I just can't. I mean, Winston
1: would have to fall in their lap a little... I mean, to, to some degree. If they don't tag him in Tampa... It's going to mean that he didn't get a significant offer from another team, mm-hmm. which I think is possible. I mean, given his numbers, and by all accounts, he's a little frustrating to deal with. Way, but no, no, he's yeah, not. he's not available. Miami's but keeping him. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And I'm not, I'm not shocked. I mean, he's and he's, he's a for good, the CBA. He's a solid backup starter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure.
1: I just Winston on the steel. I just don't want to go down that Byron. What Lefwich about what about
0: slash? You what know, what if Andy Dalton does not want to stick. With the Bengals, well, oh, they don't want to stick with him. Would you mind him? Oh no, I'd love to have Andy yeah. Dalton. On the oh, team. oh now? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want him I would, <laughs> I would love, as a backup. <laughs> when, as a whenever backup? I bring up Andy Dalton, <laughs> your Cincinnati Bengals, your <laughs> quarterback Andy Dalton, all of a sudden, yeah, that's now, true. Yeah. I'm not
1: even looking front in the eye yeah, right yeah. now because I'm, I'm I can't. I can't do it. Uh, but when it comes to yeah, I, I would love to have Andy Dalton as a backup. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want him as
0: my starter. What? Well, I don't
1: want him as a starter. He on might the team. be
0: if he was. But, if he could play for an extended portion of the season, I think the Steelers would actually find some success with him.
1: Oh, that would be fun to stick it to the, you know, stick it in the eye of uh, a Cincinnati if Joe Burrow stinks it up his first season and Andy Dalton, you know, Rutherford so goes down and
0: then we win 12 playoffs. games with Dalton. I think you could. I think I, I would think take the Steelers, I would take Dalton over Winston any I think day, the Steelers any day, would any day. win, maybe not 12 games, but I think at least 10 games, 12 games. with Dalton as their starter. I, I think they could.
1: We got to play the Ravens twice.
0: Yeah, well, well,
1: and the Browns twice, but well, that's not. We saw what they did in the playoffs. They weren't uh, that That's true. I, I, you know. But Winston, I, I don't want him. I just don't want him. Yeah. I mean, I don't want Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph as the two backup quarterbacks either. But uh, but I think the Steelers could do better somehow, some way than spending twenty million dollars on Jameis Winston. I would I would rather spend yeah. twenty million dollars on Andy Dalton. Twenty five. Well, be tw- It was going to be uh, twenty plus million dollars for Dalton. No way around that.
0: I, 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 who's who's interested in, in him right now, though? Dalton? Yeah. Got to be. Like, which, I mean,
1: uh, the Colts are probably interested in him. The Bucks would be interested in him if they let possibly, James Winston possibly. go. Uh, the Chargers are probably interested in him. The Raiders could potentially mm-hmm. be interested in him if they're going to move on from Clark. Gruden is interested in every quarterback that's available. Uh, there are a lot of teams out there that would be interested in Andy Dalton because he could probably better be better than he was in Cincinnati with another team because they're so poorly coached, so poorly run. So poorly staffed. But, uh, yeah, I will eat my words. I will eat my words and say that I would love to have Andy Dalton. After watching Devlin Hodges, you know, for two or three games play well and then just completely shit the bed and have to go back to Mason Rudolph before the end of the season uh, with with Tomlin saying there's no chance Hodges is seeing the field again unless uh,
0: Rudolph gets hurt. So next year, starting quarterback.
1: No, not starting. Back up, back up, back up. I think I think Rodgersburg is going to have a good year. I think he's going to he's going to he's going to throw away the Slim Jims, he's going to throw away the Shepherd's Pie, and he's going to start, you know, he's going to get down to business and by training camp, he will be ready to throw for another 5,000 yards. Uh but there's also another interesting God, this is killing me. This is not a good day for uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why is running back Le'Veon Bell making the rounds all around the Steel City in recent days? He's been spotted all over Pittsburgh, talking to his old friends in the Steel City, could the series of high-profile Le'Veon Bell sightings around Pittsburgh signal that the once stellar Steelers running back is coming back to carry the football for his old team and carry the load over the oft-injured James Connor in the Steelers' backfield? Friday I don't know
0: about that. What do you he's, say? He's, I mean, Connor can't stay healthy. I know he can't stay healthy, but even Le'Veon Bell is—you know—he's not the most, the healthiest. Player in the league either. I mean, he's also had his, his fair share of injuries. Um, if, 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 stay if healthy, yeah. If I'm the Steelers, I'm not going to even risk bringing Le'Veon Bell back. I would find if hey, if you want a running back, I would try to find somebody in the league or a free agent out there um that's wants make a comeback, and and uh it wouldn't be Le'Veon Bell.
1: It's going to be a big cap hit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, a huge cap hit. Yeah, he, he's paid way too much right now. Who?
1: I mean, but uh, Connor just can't stay healthy, though. I yeah. mean, Benny Snell, we picked him up last year. I just. But he can't – I mean, Connor just can't seem to get through a season. I
0: mean, look at what the Eagles do with the running backs. I mean, they they just find these guys – they just and, find and they're, them. They're, they're, They just find them. They they, just, they've they've been all solid.
1: I the supermarket. It just, <laughs> is that a running back? Can give me one running back off the bottom shelf? No, no, no. That one. That one's expired. No, I'm, I'm sure that one's expired. Can, give me the other. No, um, that one. I'm sure Reach they can find. I'm, I'm
0: sure the Steelers could definitely find a better running back, at least for the right price, uh, than Le'Veon Bell. Because you don't want to be playing paying Le'Veon Bell that much money uh, for, you know, a season or two. And and I, I just don't think he's the same running back that he was when he left the Steelers. He's already one year older yeah. and you know, he is he's just injury prone. He's he's been injury prone his entire career and you don't want to be paying that guy that much money. I mean, I would take him over Connor at this point only
1: because of the health issue. For how
0: much money though? Well, if whatever he's doing, oh I my think God. He, I think he's doing <laughs> whatever whatever he's doing.
1: I think it's like 14 million next year, 14 <laughs> like and a half million, Scooby something like Do that. Right there. But yeah, we can't be the Eagles. The Eagles are like Oprah. It's like the Oprah Winfrey Show. It's like you get a running back and you get a running back and look under your seat. There's a running back. I mean, you had like maybe Jordan Howard. You're like Jordan yeah, Howard. Jordan, Jordan. Howard. Okay. There you go. All right, Miles Sanders is hurt too. All right, well, what do we get? The other guy, Boston Scott. Okay, you run for 150 yards at three touchdowns. All right, that's good. Where's who's the next guy?
0: It was four touchdowns. Was but... it four touchdowns?
1: <laughs> I mean, you guys always have a good, good stable of running backs, and they move from year to year. They change yeah, from year to year. Yeah. I mean, the year before, you had the guy that was with uh, New England for a minute. Well, J.J. was there. And J.J. I mean, was they, there. They even
0: brought him back this season. And, and you're going to bring back little little Sean McCoy this year? Uh, not a cheap that. deal, probably. Uh, I mean, if he wants to come back and play for the Eagles, I'll take him. Fine, but not for a ton of money.
1: But yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, his, at least he stays healthy. I mean, he had yeah. some injury problems during the early part of his career, and I know I probably blew those out of proportions when he was pissing us off when he was holding out. On the franchise tag, but but James mm. Conner can't seem to stay healthy. I'm not sure if Benny Snell is the answer at running back either. So, I mean, the Steelers without a running game, that's that's not a particularly fun thing to watch because Roethlisberger throws the ball all over the field for you know 5,000 yards, and then we end up losing in the first round of the playoffs or not making it to the playoffs at all. But I just, I mean, we're in salary cap hell right now. I don't know why we're talking about signing, or there's rumors about Winston And Le'Veon Bell were about $12 million over the cap as we sit here today, so I'm not sure how they would make that happen, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm -hmm. You know, the prodigal Mm -hmm. son comes home to lead Ah. us to a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but but I, I think he's just too expensive right now for the Steelers. And and there are better options out there for a lower price. Yeah, but the Eagles
1: are going to sign them, whoever they are. No, no, they won't sign <laughs> <him>. <laughs> They're going to sign whatever running backs are available. No. I, I mean, you got to admit, last year, Jordan Howard, that was a nice pickup.
0: Yeah, well, it For, was. for, it, for not mean, a ton of money. It definitely was. But, I mean, even the Eagles, I mean, they have, you know, Corey Clement still getting over injuries. I mean, even Corey Clement could be a starter for any team in the NFL right now if he could stay healthy. And, and you know, why not, I, I mean... Why not the Steelers? You know, why why can't they maybe make a run at him? Because I'm not sure if he's still under contract after the season.
1: Yeah, it's just not the Steelers style. But but yeah. I, I I'd like to see them try to save some money. And I mean, we don't but we also don't have a lot of draft picks next year. Yeah, you know, no first true. round pick, no third round pick. We're not going to trade up for Justin Herbert who just threw the ball seventy yards, flat footed yeah, a couple days I, ago. Who yeah, I, I want he'll he'll badly.
0: be taken pretty high in the draft.
1: Yeah, but just trade away every pick we got.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> that's what i would do I if i were president i would not you gotta that's have a, why you're not the president ben. but you
1: gotta have a quarterback you gotta have a and there's no plan for roth well we're going to be in in the same hell we were in before you got roethlisberger and dalton as the backup right I, now. I would take dalton <laughs> but i mean we I, we steeler fans you've been through this before between bradshaw and roethlisberger and it doesn't matter what we have to do to not allow that to happen again 20 years of just abysmal quarterback play, it doesn't matter what we have to do. We need a quarterback before Roethlisberger retires. All right, Friday What's next
0: up on the big boo? Next up on the big boo, Ben is our shot of the week. Every weekend we bring our delicious shots to the world, and uh, tonight to the world to the world. It's global, Ben. I guess it is. <laughs> and tonight, I am impressed that we are gone global. <laughs> well, we have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hugely global. <laughs> and uh, so tonight we have a uh, in Saint Patty's Day inspired shot. And what what did you dub it, Ben? You actually named this shot tonight. Oh yeah, I named it the the lucky drunk or something. Uh, the luck of the drunk. The luck of the drunk shot. <laughs> the luck shot. of the drunk. And so tonight, this shot, uh, it actually is the colors of the Irish flag. It is the green, the white, and the orange of, and there's the beautiful song in the background <laughs> right there. <laughs> it is a beautiful shot. And if you look at the pictures on Instagram and on Twitter, you'll see this shot. It is green, it's white, it's orange, and it mimics the colors of the Irish flag. I'm not sure how delicious it will be because it oh, has- Delicious. I don't know about this one. This one has, you know, the the creme de mint, which is the green. It has the Bailey's Irish cream, uh, which is nice. It's nice to drink on its own, but not so good with mint. Uh, And then also to finish that off, uh, the orange part of the shot is uh, the Grand Marnier, which is a cognac and orange uh, flavored cognac, of course, Ben. But the shots look beautiful. Amazing. I'm just not sure how they'll taste. So let's give it a shot for tonight.
1: But I can't tell you guys or encourage you guys enough to go to Twitter, go to Instagram and check these shots out because these are a work of art. (laughs) A work of art, I tell you. They are amazing.
0: But I mean, this this is something, you know, obviously we were inspired by St. Patty's Day. uh, But these are shots that have been around for a little while. You know, I did kind of search for it. I knew it existed. I didn't know exactly what it was made out of, but it is the creme de menthe. Bailey's Irish Cream, and the Grand Marnier. I'm sure there's probably some other uh, uh, recipes available online, but these look very nice. It's a stacked shot, green, white, and orange.
1: And happy St. Patrick's Day to all
0: of our Ireland. Absolutely. (laughs) And to Ireland. (laughs) And to our fans. (laughs) And to our listeners. (laughs) Cheers, Ben. Here we go. Let's try this. Not bad.
1: The mm. mint actually mixes pretty well with the ballys. Actually, it's pretty good. It's, it's got not- a sweetness. It's got a little bit of a, a cream. bite. It's almost like um
0: like a, a, a chewing gum almost because of that mint sort of flavor to it. The mint's not overpowering, though. I thought it, it might yeah. be. I thought it might be also. Maybe it's just this brand that's not overpowering. I don't know the exact brand of it right now. But uh, that's actually better than I expected. I you know, I, I didn't expect to be a strong shot because you know, none of the uh, the alcohols that we were used are like overpowering. but it's not bad. not bad. I, I, I mean, and, and please, everyone out there, give Franny a,
1: a huge shout out on Twitter. He's afraid of followers on his Twitter account. <laughs>
0: Instagram, <laughs> following
1: all right no, on your on you fronty actually has a twitter account oh my it's a little my twitter it's oh, a little okay. known fact that he has a twitter yeah, account no, i only
0: follow that is solely
1: used to comment I, on my twitter account on the third World twitter I account I have
0: one follower and it's from another <laughs> podcast out there so yeah, two thank followers
1: you. one following
0: yeah exactly no exactly exactly and or um, you could
1: say he's a he's a he's a real Twitter user. He's uh, not chasing followers or following anyone just to get followers. And you actually, uh, you added
0: me. You I did. It me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I added him because I'm like, you know, because uh, once he gets sucked into Twitter, you, once you get sucked in, you can't escape it. Well, you can't. You, yeah, you, you, you tweet yeah.
0: all the time, Ben. Yeah. Actually, your Twitter account is way better than my Instagram. Uh, you know, I, I'll i post tonight. Maybe I'll post once or twice during the week. But you post <laughs> consistently throughout the week. And my other follower that I have is the New York Jets fans podcast, uh, the podcast that you listen to, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. A, a team that you're very high on. I
1: love me some New York Jets. <laughs> the
0: New York Jets.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, uh, the Jets fan podcast, please search for that one. On, uh, on your podcatchers That's a great, great, great show Out of New York City A lot of research goes into that yeah, show Yeah,
0: so they're, they're my one follower Plus See? our podcast That goes to ben, show you follow me too
1: Absolutely <laughs> And I'm going to continue to add him And folks out there Continue to add uh, Franny as well I think it's Franny 818 I think or, yeah, Is that what it is? Franny I didn't
0: even know what it was yeah, Until yeah. You, you, you added that app <laughs> to it The ampersand. <laughs> I, I forgot what the hell my name was on there I had no idea but yeah, New
1: York Jets fans podcast, our Jets fans podcast. That's a great show. We're hoping to get an interview with with uh, one or more of their hosts at some point during the off season. or but, even
0: our family member. Yeah, our, who uh, is yeah, also a yeah, huge Jets fan, a huge. Ooh, Jets I'd fan. I'd love to get
1: a call, a Skype call with with Nico and the Jets fans podcast on the same
0: line. Yeah. You wouldn't even hear us. Yeah, talk. yeah We, we, would we wouldn't, wouldn't have to say anything. <laughs> we could just drink Yo, and do bro. shots. Yo, bro, what were they thinking with this high with Adam yeah. Gase? Bro? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not exactly. saying they sound like that, but sort of.
1: Well, it's a Jersey. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. Jersey, they don't, it's not that dissimilar, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Friday, that was a great shot. No, that he, was actually
0: better than expected. And
1: he does these every single week. If you check Twitter and you check Instagram, you will see that he does these shots every Every single week, it comes up with a new shot, buys all the ingredients from liquors to mixers to sprinkles a, to Skittles to M&Ms to everything. But he brings it every single week uh, to the Thurston Goal studios <laughs> out here in the cold weather of the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, California. And he does it every single week. So, please, huge shout out to Franny for doing these every single week. All right. What's
0: Next up on the big board. Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. Also inspired by St. Paddy's Day, it is an Irish whiskey. It is a sherry cask Finnish Kilbrin Ben, do you have any information for us? I do. This is Kilbrin
1: Irish whiskey following the traditions laid by the world's finest and first distillers, the Irish monks of the Middle Ages. These whiskies are curated using the highest quality Irish water and a blend of malted and unmalted barley, gaining its treasured golden hue from maturation in time honored wooden casks. Their long established proud heritage of distillation culminates in deep, delicious flavors, complexity, and a smooth, smooth finish that is quintessentially Irish. Long treasured as the world's first and finest whiskey and wrapped in magical tradition and folklore, Irish whiskey originated in the monasteries of Ireland in the Middle Ages. The monks who first distilled the spirit regarded it as a medicine, earnestly naming it the Water of Life or Biusse Bietha. Did I butcher that? I don't know. Did I butcher that? It sounded good. In the
0: native tongue. (laughs) It didn't sound like. It sounded more like it was like a a Slavic language, but you know. (laughs) I
1: was close. Well, I'm hanging out with Croatians all the time. (laughs) You
0: should be.
1: <laughs> the liquid gold created in the Irish monasteries gave birth to time-honored traditions of Irish hospitality and a now global spirit symbolic of its birthplace. There is something extra special about Irish whiskey in its many varieties, and they are passionate about carrying forth the traditions created in the monasteries. Much like the old Irish monks. folklore of, well, you, you know, it's, it can't be that interesting a life to be wandering around the
0: monastery. Man, if you're drinking whiskey if Distilling all day, whiskey might be not a that, bad idea. And beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know why people did that. Yeah, and ale. Uh, Much like the old Irish folklore of
1: buried gold that inspired our name or their name, they believe that Irish whiskey is a treasure to be shared in celebration with family and friends and an essential part of hospitality. From their home to yours, please enjoy the taste of Ireland. Uh, This is the Kilburn Irish Whiskey Sherry Cask Finish. It's a very new and very affordable Uh, Irish whiskey. It's made from a mash of malted and unmalted barley and then triple distilled in copper pot stills. Matured in a combination of bourbon-seasoned American oak barrels and Oloroso sherry-seasoned Spanish oak casks, it has a complex flavor-rich with spicy fruit, toasted nuts, and a dry finish. Uh, What's the proof on that one? Uh, 80.
0: 80 80 proof, so it's
1: about 40% alcohol. Uh, this brings me back to my childhood. I grew up in New York State, uh, much more heavily populated with with uh, folks of Irish heritage than out here in Southern California. I grew up. One of my best friends growing up, in fact, my best friend growing up, uh, turned his hair turned white as snow <laughs> by the time that he was twenty one years old. He's been dying it for the last forty eight <laughs> years, for or uh, or twenty eight years, <laughs> or what did it say? Uh, actually, almost uh, thirty. Yeah, twenty eight years. Yeah,
0: math goes out the window once you've been drinking. drinking. He's almost
1: 50, whatever that is.
0: Do Do the math. Do the math. Pull out your calculator, Um, do the math.
1: uh, His father was an amazing, amazing uh, Irish... Uh, came over here from Ireland, and you know would tell us stories about working in the Guinness. Actually, He worked in the Guinness
0: Hi. brewery. We talked about the potato yeah. famine <laughs> when he was a That's small That's when he came over to New York. <laughs> we moved into the small little town. That's what his mother sounded like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: we were both Irish, and you know, would was a tell...
0: potato famine. That was Ireland. Yeah, yeah, right. Ireland. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: <laughs> and he would tell us stories about life growing up in Ireland, working in in the Guinness. Uh, brewery, oh, I mean, damn. it's just, yeah, They're like hardcore. Right? Yeah. Wow. And they would have a party every year. And of course they drank like crazy. Not that that's a stereotype or anything, but, you know, uh, I, I don't think it's a stereotype. I think it's the truth, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but great people. And, and some of the, some of the most fun, most interesting, most genuine people you can ever come across in your life. So we're, we're I'm honored to be drinking this Kilburn tonight. I seems like a lot of
0: work went into this Kilbrin. It did? The monks started it. And the price, it's fairly, it's, it's its a decent price. It's not even $30. No, you could pick it up here in the store. Or <laughs> you can, return. Or, you <laughs> can have, <laughs> or you could have a same-day delivery. <laughs> not in California, though, apparently. Oh, what does it say? Yeah, it says, spirits are not eligible for shipping to California. That's why the rest of the country hates us. you in California. Damn <laughs> liberals. You do it.
1: Uh, why don't you have any food? You think you'd have food, you liberals out there? What is that? I'm not sure. No, it's all the politics is going. On. Like every time, I know, I, but I'm not sure what time, accent you're trying to do. No, I don't even know. But every time I say something, like that, they always just insult California. Like
0: I am, in, like I am representative of the whole state. Oh. oh. <laughs> like I made a comment today that like, why can't there just be a large enough earthquake to have you guys slip into the sea? Yes, because we're tired. Have the of, Pacific, eat you. We're tired of having you, <laughs> you who pay the taxes that fund the
1: rest of the country. We're tired of having you having you tell us what to do, even though you're giving us all the money.
0: <laughs> Sons of bitches, motherfuckers. Right. Oh, here we go. This is the right. Hey, Cheers, Ben. The cheers. Kilburn. Let's give this a shot. Irish. This is
1: deteriorating into what we had last year. Yeah, per, pretty Patrick's much. Day. Pretty much. But I think this is a little more interesting <laughs> right now. <laughs> you
0: know, we didn't have the Irish accent. I mean, my, my accent is Oh, your a accents more are Irish way better. Than yours. All right. I
1: could do like a Bernie Sanders. I could do like I I don't even know uh, if you can do that. <laughs> I can't. But I can do a couple other... I could do a Croatian accent, but I won't try it. Uh, but that's about the only asc- accents I can do. All right, Here we go. You want to All try right.
0: it? Cheers. Up. Well, let's let's see how this smells. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. Oh, it smells really good. It Actually, that, smells good. It's got some legs on the glass, which is. But it's, it does uh, seem like a surprising. lot of a lot of work went into this uh, whiskey, and uh, you know, for for twenty six ninety nine, and it looks like it also has a fairly good rating as well—a four point eight out of five through Total Wine. Um, and and me and Ben are also not huge fans of Irish whiskey. For anybody that's listening. Every other Irish whiskey that we've had on the show, we have not really liked. No, really, I mean, the Proper it, it, Twelve, and then there was the other one. Yeah, was, I mean, they have like that sort of. Uh, there's like a too much of that spirit coming yeah, through. Too, like it, it doesn't alcohol. Have, yeah, pretty much. That's that's what we're sort of getting. Whereas this one, you know, it it has a little bit of that, but has,
1: but the smell has, is has, a little
0: bit subdued. Has a little bit of the uh, has a, a little bit of honey, a little bit of uh, caramel. And uh, let me try this Let me see how this tastes And the color It's, it's a beautiful gold color It's light It's almost light like a scotch gold. Yeah
1: Oh, it's good smooth It's got a little sweetness yeah. And smoothness to it On the on, the, I uh, on that's, the initial taste And a little bit of
0: That right there That's
1: smooth on the finish too That right there, Benjamin It's got a little more that's, body
0: Than I expected Benjamin That is Is probably I'm gonna beat you with my <laughs> I that that is probably one of the best Irish whiskeys that we've had on the show. Oh, it's good luck too. <laughs> no, it's actually I can't do it. It is it is actually uh it is smooth, not very complex though. There's not a lot of flavors coming through. Um, it's got a little
1: bit of a but it doesn't have sweetness. A little bit it of doesn't a spice have to that it.
0: that sort of spirit flavor that we're talking yeah, the, about uh, it's not overly uh, spirited i would say Yeah, because we
1: tried one a few weeks back i can't remember what it was but it wasn't as bad as
0: the proper 12 the proper 12 is pretty rough and it also has there's a little bit almost like a white wine finish to it like the sherry i, I think that's that it might be the might cask. be what it is um but it is definitely, this is the best Irish, we've only had a, a few Irish whiskeys on the show, uh, but this is probably the best one that I've tried. Now, compared to everything else that we've tried, it's not as good. It's better than what that, is Jap- that. spice? It's better than that Japanese whiskey that we had last uh, week. Oh, the Togayushi? Uh, that one was just too soft and absolutely no flavor to it, whereas this one does have Water some nice included. flavors uh, coming through. But, uh, you know, it's not overly complex. It's, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. It's smooth. It's easy to drink. Um, it's a little different from what we've tasted. I'm, I'm sure the sherry cask finish has something to do with that. Um, I'm not sure what the regular Kilbrin tastes like. Um, but this is – it's a solid offering from Kilbrin.
1: Yeah, I feel like – I mean, if you watch – anyone out there that watches Peaky Blinders, now I see why they only drink the Irish whiskey on the show. If you're going to have 15 meetings a day with different uh, underworld and overworld figures – and you have to drink a shot of whiskey every single time you meet with them. This would be
0: one I could see doing that with over and over again. No, it's it's definitely it's drinkable, it's smooth. You know, it has that sweetness to it. Um, the sweetness and the, and the smooth. I mean, it does have a smoothness to it. I
1: mean, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't have that as you mentioned that sort of alcohol. It's, it's, it's almost you're gonna like, pour it in a NASCAR
0: car and fire it up. Almost like a scotch. I mean, it, it's it's there are some similarities to. What you would get yeah. from a scotch. A little sour. It's got a little sourness
1: that I wouldn't get from a scotch. That. I'm not getting Yeah, I'm not getting too much of that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I get a little bit of a sourness.
0: hmm Ah, oh, silence. The gold of podcasting. Yeah, I'm just trying to see what kind of aromas I can get from it, but not much. No, the aromas it, are it's, very it's, subdued. It's, it's very, yeah, it's, it's, it's very light. The like, color is light. The flavor is light. But it's very smooth. That's you true. Know, I mean,
1: also brought me an Ard bag, a special art bag tonight, yeah, which I'm dying to drink. I and, can't and drink and it, unfortunately.
0: That, that we will try next week. But that's on uh, the show.
1: Yeah, we'll be drinking the art yeah. bag. What's the what's the the It's I
0: think it's fifty four percent. 108, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's it's a stronger it's a stronger art bag. And uh it seems like they're branching off into, you know, sort of different categories or flavors i'm not sure exactly how 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 they go about that i mean cuz then I mean, we've tried the 10 year but these other ones they have whatever this one's called i have no idea because there's a lot of e's and a's <laughs> and u's that are <laughs> I, I don't know like how it would be pronounced you, you know how the scots would pronounce that but not that. the standard Arbeg. yeah not the standard Arbeg for sure um but i like so the I, smell not, of this yeah this one this one is, i like the smell of it because it's, it, it's something that soft. i can I mean, what would you give this? Ben, on our uh, rating of uh, you know one to ten, of everything that we've tasted, what would you give this? Uh, Irish whiskey. I mean, just comparing it to the bourbons that we've had, the scotches that we've had, the cognacs that we've had. I think the highest rating I ever had was maybe a nine. Maybe I'd give it a six. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was saying I I, I would say that this is probably a 6 um it's very drinkable but that doesn't mean that it's not good no no it's yeah it's just yeah, yeah.
1: everything can't be a 9 or a 10 or a 4.7 Yeah, 10, I, a five. I,
0: anybody that i mean cuz well this is only you know 26.99 mm-hmm. you know and so this is not something that's overly priced i mean if this was something that's 50 60 70 80 then i wouldn't even consider it you know but but for something that is you know 27 bucks this is a very, very enjoyable yeah. whiskey that you can sit back, relax. You don't have to mix it with anything. You can sip on it on the rocks. You don't have to have any sort of water. It is a very enjoyable uh, whiskey um, that, you know, you can sit back and just watch no sports. I was about to say this would be <laughs> <Yeah>. the perfect <laughs> yeah. whiskey
1: to yeah, drink you get, if you're you watching home, a football game in the middle of the day. You're you going to eat chips work. and shit, and you're not going to worry about how... Yeah. How much your palate is affected by what you're drinking, or how much you want to yeah. appreciate it? You, you could get drink home from work. It. You
0: know, you're stressed out. You're like, you know what? I just want to sit back and and sip on something. And, and this self
1: quarantine. This is <laughs>
0: this is definitely something that you'd want to self quarantine on. I like it. All yeah. right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. We have our beer of the week from the beautiful country. Of Polska, Poland. All right. We'll be right back with a beautiful Polish offering imported
1: through Chicago, Illinois.
0: All right. And we are back with our beer of the week. And it is from Poland, like I mentioned. And it is Perla or Perla. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it came by way of the
1: Stoski distributorship in Chicago, Illinois. I believe this is the. How do you pronounce that word? Perla uh, Lubin. Chmielowa. Oh,
0: uh, Chmielowa. Is that close? I don't even know. Chmielowa. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably because Polish is a funny language. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I make great watches. But. I could read, you know, and and understand, you know, Croatian. But Polish, it has a lot of L's and C's and Z's and, <laughs> you know, all stacked up in, in one name. So it's, it's it's a tough one.
1: But they also, you know, they they have a Czech beer. The Stoski distributorship has a Czech beer. They also have a Karlovacko, which is from Croatia. They have the Tozma, which I'm not sure where that's from. Uh, the Perla and the Stoski beer as well. Uh, this beer is the Perla. Oh, uh, there's Ben's <laughs> drinking song <laughs> in the background. This is, you know, we're trying to like lighten the mood a little bit yeah, here. Yeah,
0: that d- definitely does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Perla Chimilaboa is brewed in Perla, Lublin. Established in 1846, Perla, with its 100 year old tradition, is considered to be the most popular beer in the region. With its no less than nine gold medals and distinctions in both national and international competitions, Perla is one of Europe's most award-winning beers. The characteristic is gentle bitterness, a nice smell of hop, and excellent clarity are the most interesting features that describe the great taste of Perla. Perla is brewed according to the old traditions of brewmasters and is enhanced with a new world recipe. Perla is constantly improving the quality of its ingredients. The famous Lublin Hop, purchased from the best planters and water from their own Oligosin deep wells for the best taste imaginable. The result is that Perla satisfies the taste of the most experienced beer drinkers since 1999. Perla Chemilova has received eight awards and distinctions in Easter European beer tasting. Uh, it's six percent alcohol by volume. Franny, would you like to
0: give this beautiful Perla a taste? Let's give it a taste, Ben. And this is our second beer from Poland that we've tried. We also tried the Zivietz, uh way back when. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure which episode that was, but that was also a very good beer from Poland. And I'm sure this one will be quite tasty. And what do you think
1: about the uh, the smell? I, I don't ha- uh, I have it in the bottle. I'm wondering we'll what you think it. about well, try How does
0: it smell from the bottle, Ben? I mean, it, it smells it smells like a smells like a pilsner. It, it, it does smell like a light, crisp sort of beer, which is what you would expect from a, a domestic domestic beer from any country. And so, I'm guessing this is you know sort of um, similar to that belgian beer that we tried a few few weeks ago that you know it was it was that was delicious oh though, by yeah. the way that was very delicious yeah. very very crisp very good but it has that i mean it's it's not hoppy that definitely doesn't smell hoppy but hmm. i smell a little bit of a hop coming through
1: not an not not ipa type of hop but, no, a, no, but no. a little bit of a, a little bit of a hop
0: yeah it smells like a light beer but let's give it a shot ben all right
1: let's give it a taste Oh, wow. It's fresher than I expected, or more fresh than I expected. Friday's face looks disappointed. I'm not sure. No, no. (laughs) What to make of his face right there?
0: It's uh, not as crisp as I expected with the aromas coming through, because when you smell it, it kind of smells like it would be a nice, refreshing, crisp beer. And when you sip on it, it's... uh it's definitely something that you would. It has like a a lingering aftertaste, almost like you know when you when you when you sip on a Heineken and it has that lingering sort of skunkiness. Yeah, this one has a slight bit of that. Not as much though. Thank it's goodness. It's dank, bro.
1: It's dank, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I went surfing in Poland, dude. <laughs> There's no beaches in Poland, though.
0: Yeah, North Coast, bro.
1: <laughs> but it was. Maybe it was the
0: moon. Yeah, but I that mean, pulled the water not, into
1: the shore on the lake, dude.
0: Not as hoppy as the San Diego beer. That, oh my god, that, that, that we tried. What was
1: that one? I don't even remember that one. What that uh, one was? What was it called? But the, but the way you read you read the uh, if you read the the description of that particular beer from their website, it, it does it reads like like uh, fast times like Spicoli <laughs> started a brewery. It was it was pretty intense,
0: yeah. But no, that that was. But very, Poland I mean, makes that, some good beers, some good that, watches. That was the Modern Times by Orderville uh, last week that we tried. But I mean, this is it's a solid beer. I mean, this is something that you could you know sip on at a bar. I'm sure in Poland it's probably pretty cheap. Uh, it's one of their domestic beers, um, but you know it's 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 not spectacular. Um, it's it's nothing that you know. I wouldn't definitely go back to the store and, and try to find this on the shelf again. Um, but six percent actually seems pretty high for this beer. I, I expected it to be more like yeah, four point like five to five, more like a five percent. Yeah. App. Hmm. I mean, it has the right amount of carbonation. It's not overly I was to carbonated. Think about what
1: flavors are coming through there, and I'm not
0: sure that I can taste. Uh, it has a, a slight bit of dryness. It is to undercarbonated, it actually. Just like a slight bit of dryness. It's to got it a little
1: bit of wateriness on on the, on the finish. That, that it should be more, a little bit more.
0: Yeah, when it when you when you like that drink crisp. it down like that. A little bit and this one doesn't have that I mean it tastes good at first the first initial sip is good and then the finish it just it, yeah it's it feels great that. on the tongue but not so much on the finish yeah it's it's just kind of there it lingers has a little bit of that dank bro I'm a but... beer
1: dude as Alex would say uh, let me remind <laughs> you as, I, as you swallow me that I'm a beer
0: <laughs> is that
1: yeah he's it's, like it's got that taste at the end it's like I'm a beer just know that just know that I'm a beer.
0: Yeah. it's it's,
1: it's how would you compare this to the Karlovacsko?
0: You know the, the I mean I mean this uh the importer also is Karlovacsko this one and what else? There's a few others there that we have not tried. But uh compared to the Karlovacsko which is you know the the main domestic beer of Croatia uh, I would say they're pretty similar, although the Kudelovsko has, and we're, we're gonna have to try the Kudelovsko on the show, Ben. We're gonna have to definitely try that on the show. Um, it has it has more of a crispness to it than this one. This one is, a I little think, bit so dry, a little bit flat on the finish. And um, yeah, the the, the is described as a this beer is a tasty lager that has a nice finish and will quench any thirst. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one doesn't quench it. You know, it, it it just there's something missing on the finish with this one, right? Yeah, I mean it it it's got
1: the it's got the right amount of flavor on the tongue, but not the right amount of flavor, texture, and the finish is just
0: a little off. Yeah, the finish is not that great. Because I don't feel like it's
1: quenching my thirst.
0: No, it it makes me more thirsty. It makes actually. me really <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe that's the whole point. It, it maybe, but I mean, or maybe well, it's cold. I was gonna say maybe it's not cold enough. Maybe we need to, like ice it a little bit more. But it's just that's. I mean, it's, it's pretty cold, cold. But no, not 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 a not a huge fan of this one.
1: Uh, it's too bad.
0: I think the Jivietz was better. I think we were. Oh, the Jivietz was. It was crisp. It was yeah, crisp. Yeah, was, was crisp refreshing. and refreshing. This it wasn't one anything complex. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But it was, it, it, it like, I actually look forward to drinking more of those. Like, we had,
0: well, I think that came
1: in a four-pack or a six-pack, yeah, four-pack.
0: You have one more of these in there. and then It's, I'll finish it's, it's it not probably. a small, not a small bottle. Oh, they, I, that's, that's, that's the one thing
1: you got to appreciate about Europe. They give you a pint bottle. I they mean, give they you give a, you a real beer. Like a real you beer. You want a beer?
0: Here's a here's, real yeah, beer. Yeah, here's a beer. Now, in the U.S., it's like,
1: they give you a pony bottle. Here's 24
0: motherfucking ounces <laughs> <Yeah>. of Perla, <laughs> motherfucker. Whether you like it or not, you better finish it.
1: <laughs> because, and that's how it should be. Yeah, exactly. And that's how it should be. I mean be. if
0: we were sitting 12 ounces If we were sitting at a bar in Krakow, then definitely I would sip on this and we would ask for another one because it would probably be a dollar at the bar. That's a beautiful bottle. And it's it's a nice. And it, you know and 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 sort of the reason why I why I went out and and, and bought this one was because it's green, not because it's Irish. But because it's green and because it is St. Patty's Day, I'm like, you know what? Let's get a green bottle of something. And this was on the shelf. And I said, fuck it. Let's get the perla and see how this tastes. We were so we we're such big fans of the Giviettes. And I thought this one would be similar in flavor, but it's, I guess it's not. Eh, it's just not. Well, you know, you
1: can't win them all. I mean, no. we, we probably should. I mean, we I have. Uh, I actually have one more beer that I'd like us to taste. Which I one? do have one more beer to taste. Which one? Uh, I have it in the house. I'm going to go grab it. All right. And I want Franny to taste it. Is it, it ours? No, it's not ours. It's not (laughs) ours. But I do want you to taste it. So we're going to... We'll be right back with one more beer taste. All right. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. And Ben has surprised me with another beer here. And Ben... Do you have some info for us on this new beer? Yes, this is the Young's
1: Double Chocolate Stout. I had to have something that had the word stout in it for
0: St. Patrick's Day. I didn't even think about that. I just thought, the green bottle, let's do it.
1: Well, we we had a few stouts in the past that were chocolatey, that were milky, not milky, chocolatey, dark, that Franny really liked. And this is an English stout. I'm sorry, it's not an Irish stout, but this is the Young's Double Chocolate Stout. It's from England. It's a milk, sweet stout, pale ale, and crystal malt, chocolate malt, special blend of sugars, fuggle, and gold <laughs> Ings hops. It's a real dark chocolate, and chocolate essence are all utilized in creating this unique beer. It's a full-flavored dark beer that is not overly sweet. The brand is Young's. The country is England. The beer type is ale. The beer style is stout, milk, sweet stout, and the taste is malty, sweety. Chocolatey and caramel. Is it sweetie or is sweet? <laughs> oh sweetie.
0: Sweetie. <laughs> sweetie. Could yeah. you could you grab me a beer?
1: <laughs> All the married dudes out there, sweetie. you know, like you just say sweetie as a matter of like course. Well, Ben, let's try the sweetie beer. <laughs> All right, let's try this. I saw this in the store and I was like, uh, I gotta get this for Franny. Cheers, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Double right. chocolate stout.
0: Well, I mean, on the nose, I mean the aroma is Oh, it's
1: only five point two alcohol.
0: It's it's like a sour. It's almost like a uh, uh, like a sea salt dark chocolate, like aroma when you smell it. Oh, I love the aroma. Oh man, it's only three point five stars on Total Wine. I don't know why. Maybe we just haven't had enough stouts in our lives, Ben. But. That is like that's good. Dark chocolate. It's that really like, good. It's like drinking a dark chocolate. I mean, there's a little bit of sourness there, but it is actually. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, when I poured it into the cl- into the glass, it was thick, almost clumpy. <laughs> <laughs> it was thick, so I, I, <laughs> almost clumpy. <laughs> but when you drink it. You don't get that though. I mean, it's, it sounds it's, like Andrew it's, Zimmerman. It's easy. It's easy to drink, and it is. It's so chocolatey that I mean, you don't expect that from the from the aroma that, yeah yeah from the from the aroma. You know, it's it just it's 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 so light compared to even the you know the the Polish the beer perla? that we tried the Perla. Um, that's actually very good, Ben. I mean, thank you for surprising me with this beer. This is actually very very nice. I mean, I don't drink a lot of dark beers. That's very good. Well, ever since we had the the Oligosh Black. The Oligos Black and then we had one, that one, one more stout. That one was the was to end all beers. That, that was, was a good one. That one was very that was that was top notch. That was a very very good dark beer. Um but this one is also very delicious cuz it's not it's not as strong or overpowering as I thought it would be. It's actually very easy to drink and you enjoy that chocolatey flavor on the finish, I mean, you really, really get. I mean, it tastes like it strong. tastes like dark
1: chocolate with beer. The finish is, a, I mean, I think it's hard to get a lot of carbonation
0: into a stout like this. But I it's like almost, the finish. It's almost like a dessert. I mean, like it, you drink it, and it's like wow, that is. It's like has the right amount of sweetness to that dark chocolatey flavor. Also, that little bit of uh, sourness. I mean, this is more crisp than the Perla. Especially on the finish, yeah,
1: the finish matches the taste. Like mm-hmm. I think with the parallel the, the the initial taste was was very, it was very good, very crisp, mm-hmm. and then you swallow it and it
0: didn't, it didn't match the taste of the beer. Yeah, whereas I mean this one is uh, it's a solid solid beer, Ben, and so like. What would you give this? So like, uh, bro,
1: did we? Did we? Did we? What was the rating on this? It was a six and a six, dude. On the Perla? On the Perla? I would give the Perla. I think it was a six and a six, maybe. I'm I don't think even we, sure. We didn't really rate it yet. Oh, we didn't rate it yet, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, would, the wave I would give, caught me.
0: Uh, <laughs> the undertow was too much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but the the Perla, I would say is a four. I expect below more. five. Really? Four. I give it a five. Okay. I give it a four. You give it a five. But for this stout, what would you give this? Let me taste it one more time.
1: I give that a seven. Because it's so creamy, so chocolatey. You
0: know, I give it a seven also. I mean, I was, I was thinking seven in my head. I just don't want to copy you, but I was thinking seven before you said <laughs> it. So, Good. yeah, Seven.
1: Well, we can't really do dude for stout,
0: though, right? Yeah, I know. You have to
1: do your Irish accent. I can't. I'm not even going to
0: attempt uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Benjamin.
1: <laughs> your last name is Oh
0: Benjamin. <laughs> for these purposes only. For these uh, purposes only. I would only. say uh, on St. Patty's Day, I would give this nice, dark, sweet, chocolatey beer. I would give this about a seven. I mean, I've tried some different ones. You can never give anything else other than a Guinness a ten. This is not a Guinness. This is definitely a 7. If it was a Guinness, I would give it a 10.
1: Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, get Groundskeeper Willie in my head. That's not (laughs) not even even close. That's that's way off. That (laughs) is way, way way off. Uh, My accents are not what they could be, but probably are all they can be.
0: Before my family came over here, before the potato famine... (laughs) <laughs> we were drinking this Young's double chocolate. This is the only chocolate that we could get. <laughs> we didn't have real chocolate like you people with the Hershey's, and it's sad because I'm a, I'm a Steeler
1: fan. I should have a better. I should have a better Irish accent with the Roonies
0: Yeah, this this is it's good. It's it's good. It's it's a very good solid beer. Uh, I would definitely. I I would give it a seven, but definitely not a ten. No, definitely not a ten. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, Are you it, Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I think, I think we've annoyed everybody so yeah, far. I'm sorry so that there's far. no <laughs> St. No Patrick's Day parade uh, yeah, this year.
1: Yeah. Nope. Nope. And nope. it's it's sad that there's not going to be parades and it's... celebrations, but you deserve it. Uh, it's
0: because of this novel virus. <laughs>
1: it's novel. <laughs> it's novel. It is quite novel. Uh, all right. So we've probably bored you to tears with our beer reviews. Uh, so Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping. Oh, we're going to end the show on this St. Patrick's so we don't Day any, weekend. We
0: don't have any Irish music.
1: Ah, uh, do we not have any?
0: We have Scottish music. We don't nah, have any. that's... Is that definitely yeah, not the you, same. You, you mean the uh, Civil War <laughs> between the Scots and the Irish? Is that... Okay, let's finish this up. <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to finish up the show. This is a show about football, fun, friends, bourbon, and beer reviews. Please head over to our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. From there, you can subscribe. Listen to all of our past episodes. Look at our show notes, please. Please look at our show notes. From there, you can link to all of the stories we cover. You can get links to the beer and the booze that we review, the browns, the whiskeys, the scotches, the bourbons, all of those. You can get links to them. You can get links to all the podcatchers to subscribe and download all of our episodes. Please leave us a review. How many stars, running Five stars. Please leave us a five star review. You can email us at podcast and goal. podcast thirsting uh, goal at <laughs> gmail.com. You can get a link to our phone number. You can call us from the show notes. And please follow us on Instagram at thirstand and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Check out all the fantastic photography of Frane the Great. And please tell a friend, a relative, a co-worker, anyone you know about our show. We would truly appreciate it. And uh, we'll continue to bring you great shows every single week from this day forward since November of 2018. We have been going strong. So please, please, please do everything you can. Did you say 2008? 18, 18. <laughs> 2008 <laughs> ever since you, the, I, I wasn't really paying attention. ever since, since I was, the crash I looking at <laughs> ever since the great stock market crash of 2008 we've been bringing you shows 2018 to present uh, Frane what say you to our fans <laughs> as no, we thank you up thank you
0: everybody for listening and for putting up with us for the last couple of minutes
1: <laughs> yeah for sure so this, uh, we our plan was not to not to not to drink as much as we did last year, last Saint, on Saint Patrick's Day. Day
0: but, but everybody uh, have a have a wonderful and safe Saint Patty's Day to all of our all of our lucky drunks out there.
1: <laughs> yes, agreed. We'll see you next week.